You're listening to the Fire in a Hole podcast with Richard and Jason, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and a cast. If you want to keep the show free and help us keep the lights on, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. If you have ideas for the show, we'd like to come on the show, uh, don't hesitate to drop us a line at Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Today was a mercilessly hot day. <laughs> it really was. Beautiful day, nevertheless, but a scorcher. Yeah. And um, both of us on either side of our respective personal lives had a trying day. Indeed. And I think that what that translated into today was a bit of a uh, uh, maelstrom. Chaotic episode. Yes. It was a great one, though. We had uh, Neldi Germain. Yes, good friend. Neldi, um, uh, photographer, former professional skateboarder, uh, just an all-around really cool cat. Yeah, and Danny Lejoie makes a triumphant return. Yes, always Take fun over. to have Danny. Yes. Danny and Friends podcast. Yeah, so don't expect any kind of format, I think, for this one. Uh, we're always a little chaotic because we like to go with the flow, but this one was uh, silly. It was all over the place. <laughs> but fun. Uh, Lego, superheroes, scary stories. Parenting. Parenting. Whoopings we got as kids. Yeah, so we got ourselves another uh, bully uh, bully story from school uh, to add to the to add to the pantheon. That's right. Fuck you, Kevin. Fuck you, Kevin. And uh, yeah, some of his uh, background in professional skating, emancipating from his uh, parents at like 16. Yeah, so actually, yeah, emancipating himself, like actual legal emancipation from his parents. Yeah, and his uh, photography, his his photography career. Yeah, we get to talk about his creative process. Mm -hmm. Very interesting dude. Very, uh, very cool. I've had a pro, I've had signature equipment with my name on it since I was 14 years old, right? It was not selling. So it certainly wasn't selling out. <laughs> and so what I've learned through this, and I'm sure people have heard me say it before, you only get called a sellout when people buy your stuff. You know, you get called a sellout when stuff, your stuff finally sells. That's it. Like, and, and is that bad? Like, do, do you think that I've changed my tune or my motivation because I make money? Hell no. Look, this, this ramp right here cost me $600,000 right here. And it is my best, best thing I've ever bought. Snitch, that's the thing. There's the snitching. Yeah. There's like, oh, you let it happen. Yes. There's still a little bit of there's that too many, backward well, like mentality. If, if you had seen some shit and not said anything right away, yeah. and you let it go on because he was some type of celebrity, yeah. then yeah, if you come out later and said, I saw all these things and didn't say anything, it's not going to be good. No, but this is bad, though. Cause yeah, this is fucking bad. This like, dude's like 50 now, and Bambata's like 58. Yeah. And that means that's decades of saying nothing. Yeah. And like he was bad too. Like he 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 used to like uh, he used to do things to him and kind of have his buddies come over and do oh, things to him too. So it's that. heinous, you know. 
Fuck, man. And dude's like 50 now, and he's like, before I go to my my grave, like, I need to people to know I, I about get, this motherfucker. Yeah. And once it came out, it's like it's everyone went kind of like, hmm, that figures. Really? Yeah. Well, it's sort of like Cosby. The well, there were rumors that he was gay. People thought he was gay. Okay. And so, like, that was cool. Like, not, not that it was, like, Damn. you know, celebrated, yeah. but they were like, all right, whatever. He's African better. But okay. then when it came out that it was little boys, they're like, that's, that's not okay. Now nobody wants to no, of talk not. to him like, and everything. Of course not. That's fucked up. It really is. It's, like, honestly, you can't, you can't have, like, let's say someone know, you know this is going on. Yeah. And you don't do anything. I don't care what type of celebrity you are. Yeah, that's a that's a question that's, that's come up. Weird. That's weird and like fucked up. Like, what's the responsibility of other just people? fucking do it? I don't care yeah. how big you are. Well, that's that's the Cosby question. That's yeah, the that, Cosby question. How much one. money is this person worth? Mm-hmm. So you're worth. You're on TV everywhere. You're the biggest sitcom ever. You're the biggest selling out, sold out everywhere, selling out stadiums and stuff. And people know you're doing all these things to these women, but. They don't want the machine to stop going. It's li- literally it's the Michael Jackson thing. It's too. the Michael Jackson yeah. thing. It's the machine. The yeah. machine keeps going. You keep the machine going. If there's some stuff, Roman that was, Polanski, yeah, Woody, uh, uh, Woody Allen. If shit's gonna stop the machine, Chaplin. Right. Plus, I think we talked Chaplin. about this on a previous podcast too. That we forgive people if the if the art is good. We tend to. Yeah. I, that, I, uh, I, I have a lot of trouble with it. Like Kanye? No, like listen. No, 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 no. Because no. his music's good? No, Kanye's not crazy. So? I, will, I will never, ever say okay. that not, Kanye's not, crazy. I'm not saying he's no, crazy. I, I'm just I saying think, he says some like, off-the-wall I think, shit, right? He's I think, I think yeah, okay. the only reason why we're looking at Kanye and judging him so harshly, mm-hmm. it's because he's black. Really? Because oh. I think... There's plenty of other white artists that have said that many crazy things, and we don't say anything. I think he is... He hasn't said anything that's too bad anyway. Like, George Bush don't... George Bush doesn't care about black people. He didn't. Yeah, that was actually kind of cool. It wasn't... It was, was right. He was yeah, all right. He said some cool stuff. He I said, don't, that's I don't, what I mean. But so, I don't think that's what people... Wait, but that's the thing. It's a, Again, it's a machine. So let's say something like the Taylor Swift... The Taylor Swift thing... Uh, it was Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Beyonce that year had the better album. That year. Uh-huh. She deserved the award over Taylor. Yes. Right. Should someone have gone on stage to grab the microphone and say some shit? No. But mm. that doesn't mean that he was wrong. But then you get vilified for it. But isn't that subjective? Like I don't think it's one, subjective. One album is better than another. No, like th- it's, there's, it's, but that's why we have awards. Also, like you think this is the, in the eye of the beholder. You think this thing, is the right? first time so, like, somebody got robbed? Like I don't think it's the first time somebody got so robbed. So many times. I'm obviously there's so many times people got robbed. But the Martian someone, was the Martian was nominated in the yeah, comedy that's, category. I can't. That that's a, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm nobody went up on stage. Completely for that shit. agree that I I've never gone. Uh, when I saw the Martian, I didn't go. I didn't bust a gut. <laughs> I think watching Matt Damon. I think the fact that Kanye got so much heat for what he did for, yeah. for his persona now, yes, is proof that the the public is more accepting because they're giving him as much flack as anybody that would be up there doing crazy shit. I think it's part of it. You're right, and part of it, it's good business for him to be hateful. 
So yeah, for him sure. to be hateable, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, but I don't think he has control over that at all. I I think he does. I think, I think there's first. some stuff that he does on purpose to for like sure. s- sound like he's being hated, even though he doesn't care. Like, but at the same time too, there's a lot of stuff that he says that does make sense. Such as. Well, the whole thing about the Taylor Swift thing, the recent thing. I don't. Know, you might. Yeah. Not know okay. That. Sure. I, yeah, no. I keep up with black news. Uh, <laughs> or black uh, and white news now. Well, I, and yeah, brown. And, and brown. I, well, brown news. I don't. I don't. I try. Kardashian is brown She's news. She's brown. Let's yeah, brown. It's brown news. Yeah. Beige. So so basically, beige news. A song came out, and he called her a bitch in it. Right. It's called famous. So the song is really good, but he called her name out. I think. In that regard, he didn't have to, but they have history. And in context, if you listen to the song, it just means that um, because they're at the height of celebrity, if they had sex, or if he had sex with anybody had mentioned that name, it's like they would become famous. So it's like it's it's an analogy. It makes it makes sense if you, if it wasn't her name, it would have been like oh okay cool, but. She went right away. I've never heard about this. No one told me this. I've never. It, this is. It's never been clear to me or my management team. I've never heard this song ever. And then a couple of weeks come back. Kim Kardashian goes. We've had a conversation. An hour. We sent you the song. You listened to it. You said it was okay. And she goes, No, no, no. I've, this never happened. And then a video comes out with Taylor Swift's voice on phone, with like them all listening to the song and her saying this is great i'm so glad that you sent me the song okay. so see like it's like a well if you knew then your only goal for that was to make kanye look crazy i i think it's really about uh controversy and i think for anybody to be i mean i feel silly even clicking on any of those headlines at this point because it's like Clearly, the idea is that if you create controversy, that creates attention, that creates free media, you know, the no publicity is bad publicity, all that stuff. Oh, for sure. So I think everybody's being played at this point, you know, like how many times, how many layers of this controversy need to happen before you realize they're all fucking in. Oh, I'm, I'm all I'm all into if we're going to talk conspiracy, like, who's in on in, I'm all in. I'm all in for, like, they all know about each other. This is all a big plan. Yeah. And it's, like, step by, this is step one. This is step two. Two years from now, we're going to do step three when we do a collaboration album together. I'm all in on that, for sure. Right. Like, I, for sure, yeah, maybe six months. You never know. I, I'm all in for they're all full of shit, and it's all about money, and they don't give a fuck what they're doing. And they don't, I don't even think they care what type of music they put out. I think at this point, it's their name is their brand. That's it. So controversy sells. Controversy right. sells. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I've uh, tried to judge Kanye by what Kanye does when he's not in that context, because it's too easy to to jump on the stuff that he does of to the mass audience. Yeah. And just I, I see how he behaves when he's with other black artists in the, in the black communities and the black media, and. He's still crazy, but not in an entertaining or profitable way. I think he's a quirky person no matter what. I don't think he's, all things and purposes, normal, but no one's He's mentally ill. I believe this. I I don't know if he's mentally ill. I think he put on a persona, and he can't stop it now. Maybe. 
maybe he switched it on. And I he think can't that's pretty much anymore. it. Because you, you, you're so much. He's the f- most famous black person on the planet, easily, aside from like Obama, right? And even Obama. Like I think uh, I could, or we could argue like people know Kanye more than they know Obama. But eh, who knows? Like, Possibly. I don't know. I, f- I find uh, your defense of him uh, intriguing. Well, you gotta. <laughs> I love doing that. Just you gotta, intriguing. You got. You gotta hold up your own. And I don't like how, for me, in the music industry, mm-hmm. I think people are very forgiving of other people. You know, most of his fans are white, right? No. Yeah. Like most black people love him. Wait, wait, wait. When you go to his shows, you'd be hard pressed to find see, any brothers and sisters see, at that show. I think that's maybe the, working security. No, no, no. Oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But we need jobs because y'all aren't giving us jobs. Oh, when I say on. y'all, you're not you're not a part of y'all. Not because so, they don't deserve to be there. They're just <laughs> not the guys on the other side. I was gonna, gonna say, yeah. Hello. <laughs> 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 say these two. These the average Kanye fan is like a 25 year old. Yes. Uh, but that chick with your uh, white average chick. Kanye Oshiga. fan. Yeah. When you're talking to the black community, Kanye is Jesus. Right. It's not. It's not fandom anymore. It's. It's become more than fandom. because he's he's in that limelight. I don't even think it's because he's that. It, it's he transcended hip hop. That's okay. the thing. Really. Okay. That's, that's the thing for us. It's that he's not just the rap artist because he's not even that good of a rapper. That's true. He's not. No, no one fucking sucks. No man. one, no he one. Sucks. But there's none of us that are going like <laughs> Kanye's the top rap artist. He's the no. We don't. No one said this. Now you're like, into the shoes. Back in the day, late regis- late, late registration yeah. and some of the mixtapes. Like he wasn't the best rapper, but he could ever. do it. He he he, could, he rapped. He he rapped. He did rap, but no one was going top five. No one was sure, going top sure, ten. Sure. But we were still going. This guy is different. Meaning right. he's a better artist than a rapper yes i was way more into what he was doing socially for us i mean like he was bringing up issues which was great he's still bringing up some issues but he's sort of out of touch now when you have this much money like if you're telling me that you're like whatever amount of millions poor no, i can't keep it, it doesn't I, matter there's to people me. with with quarter of his money exactly and they've it, lost doesn't, their minds. it doesn't matter to me anymore like it's not i don't want to hear him I don't need him to tell me what his struggles are because they don't matter to me. This is this is him on on uh, what is it Sway's radio yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. Right, but but where I also like, get that if that's what he's where he's at right now. Yeah, rap about that. That's go ahead. I, it's not up to me, but the, you can do something else. But at that point, late registration, or let's say even like up to graduation, mm-hmm. let's say, um, we were still not going. He's a rapper. Going all right. He's this is a different artist oh. and then he moved up from that to where oh wow he's into white people like Stratus. sphere yeah white people sphere white people know who he is and like they everybody's buying his his album I mean, he's selling out stadium and it's not just us he's out the clubs it's not just me like he's at Oceaga yeah he's at Oceaga yeah. he's at Oceaga where you don't typically find exactly black artists. so you yeah. moved on and moved up way further than any other aside from Michael Aside from Michael Jackson, right? Fair enough. Yeah, Michael's always a dicey one. Well, yeah, but that's like, that's still pop. He trans- but, like, but he transcended humanity too. That, but that's what I mean. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Physically. Kanye's there yet. I don't think he's going to be. But I think that if we're gonna talk biggest artists, he's there. 
What are, would you consider yourself a fan of Kanye? Yeah. What are you a fan of? Like, what, you what, what makes you a fan of Kanye? What What is it about? I him think that makes his you a fan? musical arrangements. I think his production value. I think um, the way he sequences either an album or uh, his videos is like none other rap artist or hip hop artist ever, or even I could argue artists that I've heard of ever. He, the uh, my beautiful dark fantasy to me is one of like the best album in the decade the decade there's there was nothing like this he literally put out almost a video per song and all of them were gems okay so you were a fan of the music and the video of course okay of course there's of course there's misses he tried some stuff the whole yeezus album to me it, it wasn't there but i appreciate the effort and that's the thing to me is there's other artists that have subpar albums that just kind of like, eh, whatever. And we just go, whatever, it's fine. But if if Kanye does an album that's not good, it's everywhere. He didn't do as good. Why does this suck? Well, so what? It happens. Sure, but you can't have both. You can't, you can't reach for the stars and then not be subject to scrutiny on every level. You can, but meaning if you are that... If you're gonna be that hate, you're gonna hate Kanye that much. You also have to hate other artists who do the same thing, that try put out art, that try to put out albums that are not as successful. There's some, there's a lot of shit uh, out there. I, I have a problem with that argument. Why? It's like, listen, I love the Foo Fighters, uh-huh. but like the past, I don't. Three or four, I don't know. It sounds the same. Yeah. But I'm never gonna say Dave Grohl is not fantastic. I'm never gonna say that. Okay. It's never going to happen. I'm never going to go, Dave Grohl is not one of the best artists for rock. Okay. I would. I would say that. He isn't. <laughs> okay. I would say he's a phenomenally successful yeah. man, and he clearly uh, has, uh, he's made big waves, but I, I feel like he's, he's basically a rehasher. And basically, yeah, he's a rehasher. He's got albums that sound like... He literally, from album to album, he 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 has an album that's like a Tom Petty album. He wrote a fucking Tom Petty album, and it sounds like Tom Petty. He sings like Tom Petty. He has Tom Petty Tom Petty lyrics. He's like basically the biggest music dork ever. <laughs> like he's a fan, right? He's a fan, a, a music musicophile, music file. Okay. Musicophile. 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 Right. Know. He's basically a fanboy okay. turned turned into a star, and that's cool. It's his thing. It's his niche. It doesn't take away from his success, but I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't think I don't anything know. special. I think, of him. I think he's done so much for his genre. 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 Like what? Yeah. Like radio rock. Yeah. Because that's my whole. The only issue, if I had to find any, with Gabe yeah. Grohl is that he, he kind of did. He's kind of like the P Diddy of rock, right? Okay. He was in the background, okay. and then when the main guy okay. fucking croaked, okay. he wrote the whole, like, we'll be missing you kind I'm, of I'm not. I'm not going to deny that. That's and pretty good. That's built pretty a good. Cur- like, I remember that okay. first video from the Foo Fighters that yeah. came out. It was hot garbage. <laughs> Monkey Wrench. Or that, remember that song? It was like your, your, your typical, by-the-numbers, pop-punk garbage with a turtleneck. And it was the, the it was like Blink One Eighty Two but weak. But Blink One Eighty Two actually I didn't like the band, but they had some catchy songs, right? 
And he just turned the death. You can't, death see, I, I you can't say Foo Fighters that. didn't have uh, catchy songs. Catchy, yeah, but like a hits, like like timeless they had hits? hits. Timeless, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everlong is timeless. Everlong, man, yeah. That's Everlong. a good song, but timeless. that's not a time life. Uh, Everlong best of the is 90s timeless. Song. Everlong, if you if you put that in any bar, white people go crazy. That's possible, but they, go they also go crazy for Smash Mouth, and that's not a classic. For them, it is. People still dance to walking okay, this, on the sun. Listen, the wait, Smash wait, wait, Mouth wait, wait, thing wait, wait, has gotten out wait, of control. Wait, wait, I'm gonna hate on Smash Mouth because you should. Right, Chubba Wamba. I will hate on any band. Tell that me how sucks. great Chubba Wamba is. I'm not gonna say it's great, but yeah. just because you suck doesn't mean you couldn't put out one great song. Right. We're, so, we're, we're just flip flopping all over the place. <laughs> we really are. I, I want to come back to this when you said. That you had a problem with people shitting on Kanye, but yeah. not shitting equally on other people. Yes, I think that you're not aware of the sh- the shitting that people do on other artists. They do it. I think that it's if they do it, it's not as in the news as Kanye's is. Sure, that's what the problem. But we've is. never seen a Kanye really before. There's never really been a Kanye West. I think there social are. media. Kind of, there was no social media during I, the Rolling okay, Stones. Sure, I, there was no social media during the the Who and all those guys. You have a good point, but I'm sure there's still people now that if you went through whatever they're saying on social media and you were as you were scrutinizing them just the way you were scrutinizing Kanye, you could be equally as shitting on them as you're shitting on Kanye. I think Kanye is doing to music what trump is doing to politics i agree well done in sir. your voice i hate i hate everyone Wait, in this room explain. right now this is not I was okay say the same thing before i hate, I was I make hate the everyone point. i hate everyone <laughs> I, I, need I was to, totally gonna make that point i want to hear i want to hear the like the the, the no. comparison no 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 you're no. just gonna have to you're just gonna have to I, bear, yeah. bear with um, this guy. i think it was john oliver recently who i think th- i think his analogy was great about the um, the bed of nails Thing where he was saying that, like, and on one. in this on particular one. case, it was talking about Trump, mm-hmm. but it's like he he s- just says horrible thing after horrible thing after horrible thing, and each one, each new one, kind of negates everyone that came before it because it just kind of like it's just piling on, and you're creating another nail for for us to all lie upon so that so that it's just not as bad so that just, yeah you can just walk it's on all it. just spread out Which yeah is great. and kanye does the exact same thing by constantly just saying awful thing after awful thing you, i mean you can you can um praise him for his music um uh, but as far as what he says, like that, calling himself a genius, the fact that he could go up and say that uh, the the one that you were talking about about the um, the award show, yeah. it was actually for the album. It was against Beck. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. We're talking about two different things. Yeah, there's the video which no, was no, Taylor no. Swift. The, we're the, ta- that wasn't the same award show. It was years before. That was years before. The Beck thing yeah. happened. Yeah, the Beck a, thing. A he just after. he just came up and did like a gesture. Like right. I don't know, and then he left. Which and then he fucked up. Cause yeah, because we all thought it was funny. Yes, <laughs> but we didn't realize that he just that, and then he blew up at the end, and That's he right. did. He basically he and you and the best footage of that is the when the, the it zooms in on Cart Kim's face. Yes, and she's sort of just like smiling and yes. trying to like just nodding and go, looking at him like shut the fuck up. But and and he it. also admits that he hadn't heard the fucking Beck record either. Yeah. He hadn't heard it yet. Um, I mean, there's just, there are, 
a multitude of just asinine things I'm that sure. come out of that man's mouth. But can you name me all the asinine things, or is it just no. to you in C? It's no, just in this stratosphere I, of things. I could also not name to you all the asinine things that Trump has said as well, because we're all caught up on the latest one. But that's one. the thing. You have an artist and a politician. Yeah. The politician has way more influence and Does way he? more... He has way you more just told to us, do. You just wait, told wait, us wait, Kanye wait. was God. I didn't say he was God. He said he was God for black people. Okay, that's uh, different. We're Jesus like, to black we're, people. We're, is that the same thing? Uh, well, <laughs> if you if you think about it, Jay Z is God because he's Hova. Uh, Kanye is Jesus. He's Jesus, and well, I'll put Kendrick as the king. Okay, that's yeah. Well, if you have to go through things like that, but politicians get to decide fucking law. Kanye just makes music and close. Until 2020. Until 2020. <laughs> but you know what? At this point, uh, politics just sucks for everybody. Really, this is like the two people that we have to vote for. Sure. Might as well put Kanye. I'm holding Kanye partially responsible for Trump. <laughs> I think those that... Are sir, those are sort of fighting words, my I'm, friend. I'm like, serious. I don't like I'm this. holding him partially responsible because he, he blazed the trail of ridiculous successful people that can remain successful regardless of the crazy shit that comes out of their mouth and i feel like indirectly he blazed the trail that allowed trump to go down there's no way easier <laughs> and and just on the other side of the fence right like so he just to the to the for the racist they're like yeah yeah that guy that guy said crazy things okay i'm gonna say crazy things no too. way there's i'm telling no you way. if you did the research i'm sure there would be a correlation he clearly wasn't the only one but there's so many there's a correlation crazy things so Listen, many. I'll tell you where he rubbed me the wrong way. It's okay. not about his music. Okay. It's not about his stupid clothes. <laughs> Which is fine. It's the moment where he got impatient. You gotta read some of these clothes. Yeah, we, I want to hear some of those. Where he got impatient with the world uh-huh. because they weren't recognizing his genius fast enough and in, in, in sufficient quantities for his ego. And that's the part where, like, I'm like, that's not greatness. That's mental illness. That's 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 somebody who's mentally ill. Who you're like, the more he just gets more success, and he gets I, bigger, I will, and he sells more albums. I will challenge that with a quote from Kanye himself. Yes. Name one genius that isn't crazy. Um, one There's genius that isn't crazy. One. All right. That's kind of a okay. Wait, no, that's that's a yeah. No, that's not that's <laughs> why faulty not logic. Why not? That's faulty logic. Why not? Why is it faulty logic? Because that's assuming that he's a genius. He's not a genius. He's just crazy. Who are you to say he's not a genius? Can you do what he does? Can I do what he does? Can you do what he does? Of can course you I can do what you can, can do what he does. I cannot. Of course you can. I can't be as it successful just, it may as not be he received is. that way. If it is received this way, doesn't yeah. that make that genius no, that he did not made no, his craft? No. no this no, craft that's that nonsense. he's why is it nonsense that's like We're having not- kids you've had kids yeah and them turning out beautiful yeah and like acting like that's your work it was you had nothing to do with it you Some? have genetic uh, contributions that's work and it just so happened that the dice it went the there dice rolled and it you know snake eyes or whatever the fuck it went there right that's genius in itself but you had nothing to do with it i had the idea in fact you would have had to do more work to not have kids you would have to pull out and that would be the not genius you of didn't doing do it. what you didn't do the responsible thing what do you mean responsible we well, th- whatever wait, wait, you know what gonna say. Say. Yeah, you, you wanted to have kids uh, i'm saying like we <laughs> we didn't pull out we yes. let it happen 
Yes. We're getting props for letting it happen. Yes. But at the <laughs> same token, I can also say it was genius of me to put that seed in that woman to make those kids. Where now I need to know what your definition of genius is. Wait, okay, okay. We need a, we, we need somebody to, to lighten the mood here. Can we get another Kanye quote? Let's I did not a, think the podcast a, yeah, would go yeah, in this let's direction. Get a, let's get All a Kanye right. quote. Sometimes people write novels and they just be so wordy and so self-absorbed. I am not a fan of books. I would never want a book's autograph. I am a proud non-reader of books. He doesn't need books. All right. I would Why never want a book's autograph. Why does he need a book? He's making music. Why does he need a book? Why does he need a book? Well, for I'll tell you why. Because if he wants to compare himself to Da Vinci and he wants to compare himself to Picasso, uh-huh. that requires some reading. Because otherwise, you're just literally pulling names out of your ass. Well, you're not doing the same thing. Who? He's. See, I think you're picking things. Meaning, let's say Da Vinci's inventing whatever invention he's doing, uh-huh. and Picasso's painting. That's two different jobs. Uh-huh. Right? So he's saying, my job is to make music. Uh-huh. I'm a genius at that. Right. So why do I need to know about other people's genius while I'm doing my job? I don't have the headspace for that, all that crap, for all those books that I don't need to read. I believe he doesn't have the headspace, but the thing is, <laughs> the fact is, is that... Okay, give us one more. I mean, I mean the, the problem with that quote is, wouldn't you want to say I would never want an author's mm-hmm. autograph? Yeah. Not... Not a book. So we're anyway. just we're just gonna vilify him over grammar. Is that is that it? Is I'm that what is that what's bad one. about him? That one. he he said that he he didn't structure his sentence wrong. Oh no! But just we just let's clear this up here. We I I, I call. I, welcome to the show, Neldy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's gonna say? It Hi. sounds Kanye like makes his way in. It sounds like we found this that. guy on the street. He was really the Kanye, and we brought him into Badger Room for three hours. I was just I was just talking on the corner about Kanye. I had like a sign and like stuff. Kanye's God. We just threw a bag over his head and we dragged him back yep, here. And we're like, we chained him to the chair. That's right. That's pretty much okay. what happened. Okay. Hi guys. Well, all right. Let's do one more and then let. <laughs> Kanye's eating up enough of this podcast. Let's let's. Oh, uh, go ahead. Let's, give let's me a, give more. me another one. I'll I am to, God's vessel, but my greatest pain in life is that I will never be able to see myself perform live. Right? Wouldn't that be bad? Wait a second. Isn't the Bible a book? The Bible is a book, but he's got no time for books. The Bible is a holy book, though. It's not the same type. Of oh, book. The, wow. Well, also, okay. well, if he wait, 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 wait. Also, also, <laughs> if he's a vessel. If he's, I'm not religious, but if he's God's vessel, you don't need the Bible. The, the God's gonna give you all the knowledge you need. Okay, so I see that you're not only a fan of Kanye, but you're. Uh, you're oh, I told you, I. You're we're, objective. We're disciple. We're disciple of Kanye. <laughs> this is zero. You're a disciple. You're yeah. giving yourself. Okay, well, in that case. Oh, I never said I was objective about this. Oh, okay. No, well, good, good. At least you are fully uh, cognizant uh, of your fanaticism. But also, I will also say, I never said he wasn't crazy. Uh, I think you did. No, I said, name one genius that isn't crazy. No, he said that. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Neldy, you're a photographer. Yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about that a little bit. But first, one last quote. Do it. All right. One for the road. The uh, the honors? Um, One of my biggest Achilles heels has been my ego. If I, Kanye West, can remove my ego, I think there's hope for everyone. Ah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Clearly, he hasn't read that story either. Uh, he would good. realize that Achilles' heel cannot be plural. <laughs> um, 
It's why why are we blaming Kanye for his grammar? I don't is that because is that, he's summoning you know what he's doing? <laughs> this is he's doing what DC's doing to superheroes. Okay. He's getting people in the room promising him promising them symbols yes. and promising them stories yes. that they grew up on. Yes. And then it's it's hot garbage. Okay. I, That's I what he's doing. Agree. I, I saw I, a tear in your eye. I was going to say, you're, <laughs> you're choked up. I feel like as much as my love for Kanye is biased, yeah. I feel like your hate for Kanye is also biased. It's not okay, hate. I, got, I, don't I got one more. I got one more. Okay. I just want to clarify this. I don't hate him. Uh-huh. I don't think there's any and sufficient Per, enough substance of a person there to hate. Oh. I think that he <laughs> <laughs> hating him would be like would be like I don't know like uh uh like like pushing a handicapped boy while playing basketball. That's not okay. This is not okay. <laughs> None of this is okay. So, so you could dunk. That's what you would. That, that's what it would be like. It's not. Okay. I feel he needs our help. I honestly do think he needs help. He needs our help. I not. Because he, he does sing about taking Percocet. Yeah. And I honestly do think he's in that trouble. he has... He's in trouble. Hmm. But I think he's not in trouble because of a specific mental Ill- illness. I think fame is a mental illness. No, but he was like that from the get-go. I don't think so. He was. I th- I honestly, are, Dave Chappelle testified I to this. Think, I think that he had driving ego, which was fine for three albums. He's and autistic. Then, and then... Maybe... You might be on the I spectrum. I think he's autistic. You, I, yeah. He might be on the spectrum. I'm, I'm not going to say time. no. I'm not going to say no. That's how they talk. I think that this is completely conspiracy theory that his mom dying <laughs> pushed him over the edge. That's very possible. I think so. Maybe his mom knew what the right dosage was. <laughs> and now nobody takes care of him. But he talks like a person with real... When I say crazy, I don't mean like entertaining crazy. Like, I feel either. like he's mentally ill and people are, this goes back to the beginning of our conversation. They're riding the wave and they're cashing in on him. And at some point he's going to end up somewhere out of his fucking mind. Uh, and okay, like wait. So let me, uh, let me ask you this. He's definitely influential. Yeah, I you think he's influential. But let me ask you this just to make sure. He's influential. 70% of our podcast. Yeah, but let's, let, me, let me make sure. 65. <laughs> do, you, do, you think, do you think Michael Jackson was crazy? Most definitely. Okay, then we're good. Then it's the same then I'll agree. I think if you, by that definition, think that Kanye is crazy, just like MJ, maybe not just like different MJ crazy. was crazy, different, different crazy, but different if you crazy. think they were crazy, but were allowed to be crazy just because they're making oh, yeah. money, yeah. then yeah, I'll agree that. Well, it's, it's, it's weird that we would expect that somebody who makes good music to be a good public speaker and to make like, sense in life. Yeah, true. That's and not his that, function, yeah. I'll, oh, I'll, give you, I'll give you one last quote right. before we go into real things. Nelly's <laughs> my actual life, that yeah. which is not Kanye related. Exactly. <laughs> Even though you're a super fan. Yeah, well, I am. Yeah. I really am. <laughs> okay, one last quote. Yeah. I feel like I'm too busy writing history to read it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. The problem with these quotes is I don't think he even knows what it means. I think he right. just says these meaningful things. What does he need to? Like something, 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 dark side. Remember from the family yeah. guy? <laughs> he, I feel like something, he's listened to a bunch of speeches side. and he's like, the greatest thing about the world is that one cannot be the world while becoming the world. That sounded good to me. You know, yeah, and, and know. if you say it with that cadence, because he clearly has the, the flow, right? The sound. You know, you're like, yeah, what the fuck was that? What the hell did he just say? Nothing. He said nothing. Well, he's a, he's a creator, right? Yeah. So yes. he's... he's let focused him on creating, creating art. Let him create. Donda. I, I don't think that it's, it's 
Donda. <laughs> even fair to expect him to be a, an incredible public speaker to make or to fix wolves. Yeah, right. To do yeah. anything other than creating great music. Right. That's mm-hmm. uh, the only thing I need him to do is to create dope music and clothes that I don't want to buy but that look pretty cool. The re- the whole reason why he's put in front of microphones as much as he is, and I think this goes back to previous podcasts, is that it makes money for MTV yeah. or it clearly makes money yeah, for yeah. The, everyone's they love I think, the I think they we're love all yeah that's all we're all on the same page sure, sure, sure. no, no, on no one has any illusions about there's it. A, no no there's a lot of people who enjoy his art yeah and there's a lot of people who enjoy hating him I think like, also right. we have very little evidence that he's diddled any kids as well <laughs> <laughs> for now very limited don't say that no no please don't not you cannot no I don't know anymore that doesn't bring me joy to find out that no yeah that happened. But the thing is that uh, Kanye West is great. Shut up. Is so. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you need to say. I, I actually have some of his albums. You should. And I can't just. I'm not. I'm not just eating up the the pop no, me, sort of media I, and going like fuck that guy. I just. I feel like if he had decided to stay a musician and if he had been like, this is where I'm good at, this is where I am, uh, then he. His some most of the stuff would kind of go under the bridge, but he keeps insisting that some everybody's trying to hold him back from being this. I, he doesn't even know what he wants to be. He wants to be this idol. He wants to be this I think, icon. Shoe I designer. think that's the thing. Everything. I think he wants to be more than just a music maker. And okay, that, which yeah. is who fine. doesn't? Right. And what do you want to be, Naldi? Me? I just want to take over the world. Literally, one picture at a time. You one picture at a time. <laughs> one picture at a time. <laughs> All right. So. The thing about Kanye, I'm kidding. <laughs> I can't even believe. I was trying to segue. I can't believe. This is so dated too now by social media standards. It's like is us having a discussion about a ice bucket challenge. Yeah, it's I like, know. I know. It was only last year, know, but it's, it's by a, social media standards, it's fucking ancient. So, uh, only 2012. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 20 years from now, when they dig up this podcast and hear the, who the fuck was Kanye, like yeah, exactly. that's gonna be it. That's My literally voice. how. It, that's yeah. how you can tell which celebrities are off the mark because they'll do something like. Uh, like Serena Williams just popped oh, up on on social media twerking. today twerking. You're so like, why? You didn't get the memo. That, it's that was like stop. two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like Don't no one gives a it. shit. Hey, but she just put up a video showing she people has how to because nobody to cares about tennis. Yeah. We don't. We don't care about tennis. We. I, again, it's I, a rich people sport. I really do speak for the. I'm gonna take over. I don't care who's listening. I'm speaking for the black delegation. Yes, we didn't care about tennis until the Serena sister, the Williams sister, Fair started enough. playing. Fair we enough. didn't care about golf until Tiger, Tiger started playing. Yeah. and now that he's not, we don't care. Nobody cares. Yeah. Oh, is Tiger done? We don't know. Tiger, he's done. not there. He's washed up. He's oh, not yeah. there. He yeah. hasn't been playing in like what two, three years no, now. No, he's been playing, but he's been no, losing. but he just sucks. He's been he's been like embarrassing and getting surgeries and just not coming back. So uh, nobody gives not a playing. fuck. He's, just, he's not winning. He's, he's washed winning. up, man. Yeah. So now we don't up. give a fuck. It's uh, it's astonishing. What like that just shows you what a mental state can do to you. Uh, you can have all the physical talent in the world, and if your but if your persona or your your, your personality or whatever your life is destroyed. It's He's part done. of the genius, right? It's part of the talent. And no, he never recovered from nope. uh, whatever it is. What did he do? Oh, yeah, he cheated on his wife. <laughs> but With a bunch of white unattractive women. White women. women. Uh-huh. All white women. White, white women. Blonde, all blonde, Does that white. make a difference? Kind of. He's not black, though. Half. I need you guys to back off. No. Because you can't claim some of these people we you're are. claiming. We, we do. 
Tiger Tiger can't be claimed. We got Brendan Schaub can't be claimed. He's Samoan. Well, we're not. Uh, we're not gonna. We we didn't claim it. Yeah, but you, you, that's the thing. You guys get to go like. Yeah. JT is in like Justin Timberlake gets adopted or was it DiCaprio who adopted DiCaprio? Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, it was uh, uh, Jamie Fox. Oh, but th- listen, don't don't go with what Jamie Fox says. Jamie Fox is crazy. He's also. crazy too. Oh, he now is. oh he's crazy. Didn't we draft Jamie Fox into the white race. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could. He won an Oscar, so <laughs> yeah, kind of did. You're right. Uh, yeah. He kind of did. Yeah, he's done he's musical theater. Did. He's messing with. He kind of uh, did. He's messing with. Just uh, like you guys grab Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady, yes. <laughs> well, he kind of walked over. He wandered over to our side. You mean he sang over? Right. I'm really confused right now being biracial. I have I have neither of these races. (laughs) So I'm just really confused right now. I'm like, yes. Okay. All right. That's interesting what happened there. This goes back to that Chappelle sketch with the claiming Yes. The 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 racial draft. The racial draft. The racial draft. I think Justin Timberlake keeps trying to walk over to the other side, but and I don't know if I don't know if he's really fully being accepted. No. He, he can he, he can he hold can toe the line. He can hold it down. Yeah, he can. He toes the line. You heard his his new single? No, is he has a new single? It's pretty poppy. It's it's really poppy. It's 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 yeah. It's mainstreamy. It's the type of thing where he can harmonize though. You can, but that, like, that you know, there's, a, a there's always artists. I I know we're veering off. This is this show is zero about me. But <laughs> oh, did you uh, think it would be? Well, <laughs> um, are you a genius? He uh, Justin Timberlake oh. put sexy. He put sexy back. He did. Away. He did bring. He did bring sexy I hated that this. song incidentally. <laughs> he did. He did bring sexy back. No, when he was with when he was with Timberland, yeah. that was that was. But I, I think that's what the thing is that he came back, whatever from whatever his his boy band days. But there's some point in an artist that gets that big where you're just doing albums for stadiums, and I feel like this yeah. new song. Feels like just a song you put out for a a big venue. I love the name Timbaland because because when people who don't speak with with that affectation, right, (laughs) who don't say things like whatever, right, like you don't have that, right, and somebody who speaks like straightforward English, right, everything I'm going to say now just sounds racist. It's not. It's not. (laughs) But when somebody speaks, you know, like hi, my name is Jason, and blah, and then. Right. Don't like you when like somebody that? speaks properly and I'm Don't just <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Fighting words. Uh, when someone's like, have you heard that new single by Timbaland? I'll see yeah. you outside, and they, sir. They get all caught up. They're like, it's so uncomfortable to say Timbaland. When no, like, but Timbaland is okay because it's spelled that way. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's Timberland. A <laughs> I'm sure some people in a, in a, in a, in a paranoia of like coming off yeah, racist yeah, like, very Timberland good. is just a... It's just okay with me. <laughs> he's he's a top notch guy. Uh, this is like the uh, the what was it the uh, the beauty pageant queen? Have you heard this earlier this week? Oh, the, all of the all of the finalists were like white blonde women, right? Who which, looked exactly the same. Exactly, which yeah. in itself is not necessarily insincere. Like it, there's a there's a there's an immediate like gut reaction to that, which is like, oh, of course, here we go again. But mm. then again. Who the fuck goes into beauty pageants exactly. anymore? One, two. What was the selection, right? Like, what was the where were there like three black girls, or were there like fifty white girls and fifty multiracial girls? In <laughs> which case, excuse me. In which case, then it gets a little bit, you know, interesting. What was more interesting though, was the winner, blonde girl number eighteen or whatever from Arkansas. Uh, they found a bunch of racist tweets on her account that she tried to scrub, but. One of them was really like it's perplexed people because 
it appeared to be her saying that she's going out with her with her man but she said i'm going out uh just out with my n-i-g-g-e-r no right now it's unclear whether she was trying to be kind of cool there's no but then like how does she not know that at the worst and like this would even be like gga right exactly gga and even then people are like you don't get to use that right was she a native english speaker yes uh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> this can't go for the. ER. If it had been some like Slovenian chick, yeah, yeah. like you're like okay, <laughs> like, you, you, you think it means like something else? Okay, get it. Or you think that it's cool to say that? You yeah, know exactly. But how you say? Uh, how you say? Uh, you can't, no, you just can't go for the ER ever. You just can't. How to say uh, with my? Uh, right. <laughs> you no. are my best. No, <laughs> N-I-G-G-R, right? Right. So. Uh, that's what's going on in the world, and that's what we're talking about. All the important issues today. Seriously, instead of talking about right. uh, Trump wanting to launch nukes, did he say that? Did he say he wanted to launch nukes? Oh yeah. Why aren't we using the nukes? I think was his line. Is yeah, that what he, he said? Yeah, he had a security briefing, and then like within the same hour, he was he asked three times, "Well, we have the nukes. Why don't we just use them?" Right. Well, that's a legitimate question. No, <laughs> no, it is not. It's a legitimate question. It it does, in fact, uh, it's a very honest question. I feel because it, for a toddler, exactly. Yeah, it shows, if anything, that this is exactly he's staying true to the to the to the Donald. Right? He's showing that he has absolutely no idea what the point of nuclear weapons was. Like mm. he doesn't grasp the deterrent bit or. The whole point that we have them is to not use them. Right. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He thinks that they're like, well, I just, why aren't we using that thing in the shelf there? It's Nuke on the those sh- fuckers. Where he thinks it's probably like <laughs> poof, and then like you can just and erase things. Things are with fine. It. Problem I'm solved. I'm just going to yell at people, and things are going to be great. Is You think that was his master plan to get Mexico to build the wall? Of course. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't. He clearly doesn't understand anything. Right? I don't know. Uh, also, his slogan to me feels like unfinished. Like every every time he says "Make America Great Again," it feels like there's more to be added. Like there's like, something missing from that sentence. Yeah, like "Make America Great Again," so that it's just white. Like something, it's always like missing <laughs> some part of. That, well, there, it the feels great great again done. does feel like it feels make America make 19, white again. Like make it's it like 1952. Yeah, make yeah. America white again. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Make it 1952 again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe, but I, I, I don't know. He didn't come up with it, though. Of course he didn't. But Why I just picture he? him like if that's how he deals with nukes and international affairs. I picture him like imagine a young Trump, like a twenty-five-year-old oh, Trump, uh, and some girls like Donald. Uh, we need to talk. <laughs> I think I'm pregnant. Okay, get rid of it. <laughs> like totally nonchalantly. But what are you saying? The abortion clinic. Just go. We got some. Let's yeah, use them. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. that's what you're supposed to do. We've got the nukes. We've got. The, we, let's <laughs> why just. Don't why, why don't we use them? We got. We got abortion clicks. What? Like I see him having the same cold, cold reaction because he's a sociopath or something. I don't know. There's talk now that he's dropping out. Did you hear this? No, I heard that they're, that the that they're preparing for the fact that he might be dropping out. Which is a smart plan because he's erratic as fuck. Sure, but like, he'd be dropping out because he. The pressure, or because he actually doesn't want to be president? Cause he he really had a very tough week this week. Yeah? Yeah. He had I, that baby thing happen. What? I didn't follow that. What he happened? He kicked the woman out because the baby was crying. <laughs> During, he, like, a speech? Yep. Yeah, so... He just kicked so her out. baby starts crying. 
He's like, oh yeah, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, like the baby. I love babies. I love babies. Babies are you know like they're healthy and they're great, and we love babies. Everyone loves babies. Okay, don't worry about it. It's it's, it's all cool. And then late in the speech, he's like, ah, I was just kidding. I get the baby out of here. Ah, she actually believed me that I wanted the baby crying during while I was speaking. Ha 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 ha. Yep. He's just he's completely erratic. Like he'll he'll just just, just like off the cuff. You're like. There's zero Random. filter. It's zero filter. He's like freestyle. Yeah. He's completely erratic. Like Kanye. <laughs> sorry, yeah. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> That's fair. I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like he comes up with this plan like while he's getting ready to go on, right? Yeah. And you got the guy with the like mic, like the headset on, and be like, okay, so uh, what do we do with babies? We kiss the babies. Okay, I hate babies. What else? <laughs> uh, you have to be sensitive to race and religion. Okay, offend. And reject all anything that's not us. Okay, what else? Um, uh, women are kind of a big issue now. Equality. Okay, okay. Tell women to get back in the kitchen. Got it. Like maybe he has some weird aphasia or something where he understands the opposite of everything, right. and and it's accidentally working. This is uh, Brewster's. Or he has somebody uh, in the earpiece that's just like fucking with him like the whole time. Just like yeah, say this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like some kind of kind prank of video. So. Someone's cutting into his feed, and that goes like, and now it tell does, America it does that kind of feel everyone's like welcome. One giant big prank. It it's does. it's the it most really epic does. prank yeah. of all time. Yeah. Well, there's a conspiracy theory that uh, he's a plant from the, the Clinton Clinton's. campaign, and I believe that too. Do you really? I did believe that for the longest of time. We're like, yeah, she just because they used to be buddies. <laughs> also, all of Hillary's insane shit is just getting brushed under the that's, rug. That's the thing that's mesmerizing right, to Stuff me. that she should be in prison for. Yeah. Right. It's insane to me that like all the shit that she's doing that if any of us were doing we'd be in jail for life. And right. it's alright for Have her. Have you ever seen uh, this 80s movie Richard Pryor? I'm a big Richard Pryor fan. Who was not crazy. Eh. He was on cocaine but he was not crazy. Eh. Don't mess with Richard Pryor. I'm not messing with Richard Back Pryor, off. but he says he he himself says that he was crazy. Yeah, but not crazy, crazy. No, no, no. But still, anyway, he was a little bit. Crazy. He made us these series of really great '80s movies that no one remembers, um, like uh, Critical Condition, uh, which which is a movie no one saw, oh, but it's yeah. fucking hilarious, and it's about him trying to uh, get away from the law, and he ends up on this island where there's a hospital, and there's a huge storm that knocks everything out. So he passes himself off as the midnight, like, emergency room doctor. So he can... Okay. And he obviously doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, but he ends up, like, hijinks ensues. But in not in a stupid way. Like, he literally, like, turns out to be a good manager of people, right? Okay. So there's one movie. And then there's, of course, Brewster's Millions. Yes. If you remember this movie. Yes. Of course. And this movie was way ahead of its time. So he's a slacker, plays for some fifth-rate baseball league, finds out he has a white uncle... A billionaire white uncle who leaves him like a movie, happen. like a like a recording. And he's like, ha, bet you didn't know your uncle was a hockey. He's like, so here's the deal. You've just inherited $300 million. But if you want to claim it, you have to spend $30 million in the next 30 days. And you cannot have a single penny left. And, I'm in, and he's like, if you're wondering why I'm doing this, it's because I'm going to make you sick, physically sick of money before. And if you can stand it, then you'll inherit my fortune. This is a comedy premise, That's but it actually ends up being really crazy. As he, of course, the caveat is, or the, like the catch is, he can't tell anybody because then it, it's annulled. And he wasn't allowed to give it away. 
he couldn't just give it away. No, he had to buy things. I remember that. He had right. to buy things for it, but he just couldn't have a penny left by the yeah. end of the third day. So, so a million a day. He starts going nuts, just trying to burn through this cash, right? And this is 1980-something. Yeah. So $30 million That's is a like $100 million or yeah. something now, right? And everyone thinks he's insane because every time he'll like this he'll call in this bookie from the streets and then be like i want a thousand dollars on every shit team out there and all of them come in and the bookie just comes in and he just dumps the money he's like you're never betting betting in this fucking town again and just walks up and he's like no and his friends are like what's wrong you won no and there's all these people coming to him with ridiculous ideas about like putting engines on ice icebergs and driving them to the Middle East for water and stuff. And he's like, good, I love it. Let's do it. And people are like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? He's like, shut up. So anyway, without telling you the whole movie, when he runs out of ideas at some point and he realizes that the number one way to to piss away money is to run a political campaign. And the only two guys running are both kind of dirty. So he's like, okay, um, all right, we need a slogan. He's like, none of the above. And his whole campaign is, fuck the other two guys. <laughs> don't vote for me. He's like, I'm not qualified. I'm terrible. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But none of the above. None of the above. And he like manages to run this campaign to just sabotage those two dudes. And it ends up working. But the more crazy shit he says, the more people want him to actually go into office. So it's almost like a 30 years, 40 years ago, like a glimpse of the Trump, Trump effect. Where you feel like if you go in saying just everything that's irresponsible, people have heard the responsible stuff for so long and not seen results that they think like this is fresh air. They yeah. think that the inverse is well, some that, sort of that's the thing. He's answer. just if you hear the brash voice of someone that you've never heard of. So for you, it's new. So if it's new, it must be different. And if it's right. different, well, it's not the norm. So I should vote for that. Maybe right. this is yeah, this maybe it's okay. Yeah, maybe it's changed. changed, but it's not good change. It's, it's just it's just right. another it's stupid. It's, it's just nonsense. Yeah. yeah, our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. We started with the first Marvel one. Mm. Then mm. we did all the Batman ones. Mm-hmm. Then we did Indiana Jones. Okay. We did uh, Lord of the Rings. Wow, you guys went all. Yeah, in. we went crazy. Wow. Well, we but once they got to like Batman three, okay. Batman Lego three yeah. is where it went to the next level because there were something like a hundred and fifty characters, oh, and they they went old school. Like you can unlock some fucking characters that will have you going like I'm a comic book guy and but I, don't I don't remember what, this I don't dude. Know this is. Oh, like shit. Condiment Man. Who's that? There's a there's a DC superhero called Condiment Man, and he literally had two tanks on his back. One had ketchup in it, and he had mustard, <laughs> and he was like the trapster. He had like a gun, and he could shoot condiment. I'm not sure what the point of it it was, but they went deep, deep into wait, the, wait, the so roster. W- was he a hero or a villain? Unsure. I mean, he was a hero when he was going to say, mustard, yeah, exactly. <laughs> depending on who you ask. Yeah, if I had like a hot dog that had that was dry, yeah. that's a hero. But <laughs> he strikes me as like a, I'm wearing a white t-shirt, <laughs> yeah. like Spider-Man, villain. Spider-Man villains. A lot okay. of the like the, the, we have the Rogues Gallery, like yeah, the Sinister yeah. Six. But there was a whole bunch of other B team, C team, F team guys, like Stiltman. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there was the dude with the roller skate. There was a guy with the roller skate. Oh no, this was a guy that skidded 
That's all he did? That's all he did. He skidded off everything. Uh, <laughs> Trapster, of course. Okay. Who shot like a, a foam that could he could trap you with it. Um, there was a lot of bullshit super, superheroes. But anyway, I love that stuff now. So playing Lego Avengers and you can unlock like Thunderstrike, which like you need to have some comic book knowledge to mm-hmm. know who that is. Um, but it's still fun. Like that, it's stuff that you can do with your kids. Yeah, like because kids. you unlock the characters, mm-hmm. right? And then your kids like, who's that? And yes. you're like, well, and here's a story exactly. for you. And the game requires cooperation. Mm-hmm. And so you need to go like you have to solve these little puzzles. You need to unlock the golden bricks. It's it's a perfect dad yeah. son uh, bonding experience. It's what's pretty much what. Yeah, the only reason why I got it was like, oh, this is something we can bond over. Yeah. And now my son knows so much, so much more about like Star Wars and oh, the Star Wars one. Oh that's crazy. One. So good. The Star Wars Lego. It's so good. Oh, that's the whole. The entire hexology is there. Yeah. He knows way, He knows stuff that I'm like I've forgotten about this, yeah, like years ago. And like, he'll just tell me the whole story about Tatooine. Like, why would you know all oh, the game, Daddy? And then like now we buy him books, and like when we read the books, when I start reading books to him, I just say the words that are on the paper. I'm not really. It's it's late, and I don't really care. So I just keep reading the same things over and over to him. Yeah, but. He gets it right away. He remembers that And shit. he remembers. And yeah. then he'll recite them to you. And then, like, you'll have a conversation. He's like, oh, so this land is dry. Like, we're going to a desert. Oh, just like Tatooine Daddy. Right. Yeah, just just like Tatooine. <laughs> yeah. yeah it it's not like that. My older son, he he stumps me with the, like, where he, the anti-heroes. Because mm-hmm. then he'll be like, what's the deal with Catwoman? Like... <laughs> villain or and i'm like uh well, well it's complicated it's complicated yeah but batman chases her but then he doesn't beat her up what, what's the deal i'm like i never knew this would be so complicated it's like okay 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 punisher what's the deal with punisher yes i'm like uh well guns are bad yes I'm like yeah dad but you made a punisher movie what's up with that um <laughs> and you have a figurines in your basement what's up uh eat your See? eat your soup <laughs> I, I don't have that specific yet because we're still at guns are bad. Yeah. Um, although we got him a lot of Nerf guns. Yeah. So now he's confused. That is a confusing situation. It really is. Yeah. It's really I, bad. I try to be like, don't be violent. Yeah. Did you have this this struggle with, with, with uh, Rowan? Uh, not really. And we've been doing the uh, the Nerf gun thing yeah. quite a bit as yeah. well. Like we have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. We do a because it's it's harmless fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then you don't know what he's as taking long as out you of keep it. Keep the safety goggles That's on. What, yeah, yeah. But like for me, I'm like, whatever. It's rubber foam and whatever. But I don't know what that means to him. Like, does right. it mean like it's like a oh, gun is whatever? Well, my son, my son loves violence, and that's the problem. He loves violence, and he loves scary stuff. Since he was very little, my son's there now. That and I don't know what to do because I like clearly this is his personality. Like embrace I can't it, shit fine. on that. I mean, embrace it. But yeah. he, his favorite movie when he was like two was Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, wait, never mind. I stop. <laughs> he I was thought. into that, like heavy, He's, and he loves creepy stuff. He loves okay, it. Wait, that's not. Mm, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, my daughter's like that. She keeps asking. She wants to do like scary stories. We do, we do we do like uh, you know we'll all go around. We'll tell scary scary stories, and then um, uh, so so we all sat around. Everybody did their scary story, and then it was my turn to do mine. And I was like, "It's really short." And uh, by the way, this one came from uh, Casey, my one of my good friends. His wife Emma 
if you're listening, shout out to Emma. She was the one who uh, who told me this one, and it's uh, it's very short. The story goes: there's this little girl upstairs in her bedroom, and she's playing with her toys, and uh, she hears from downstairs uh, her mom say, uh, "Hey, it's dinner time. Come down." And then so she puts away her toys and uh, she starts heading uh, out of her room to go downstairs and then her mom grabs her and says don't go down there I heard that too fuck that <laughs> fuck that no, I'm out no <laughs> out out and out, then, out and then I could see the change in expression on everyone's face <laughs> particularly my young daughter which is like um that was her aunt right <laughs> Please let there be some trying to no. trying to make some yeah. kind of explanation Just, for no, it. No, no, no. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, scary story time never happened again after that. <laughs> they fucked okay. with the wrong dad. Everybody looked so at me scary. like I was a monster. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something to that. I mean, like, why is that any less valid that interest than like, oh, I love dolls or I love race cars, right? But it's just really tricky because you don't know how to sort of be supportive but of, i think i that. think it's the fear that it could lead to like things when they are older mm. like you don't know what type of the kid you're raising up yeah although the c- really creepy kids mm-hmm. the ones that are fucked up usually yeah. are the ones that don't talk yeah which is don't say yeah anything. but that you, you he's clearly just getting a rise out yeah of but you. you can't also gauge that like you don't want to encourage that you don't want to make the creepy kid either Right. So, but I don't. I, he's not. My son's not creepy. No, no, no. no. Son, I'm not the saying. Kid I'm next not specifically <laughs> saying your son's creepy. <laughs> there, is there a creepy? Well, kid? he wouldn't be the one to say it anyway. I've, I've no, met, I would. I would. I've met a few creepy. I kids. would. I would acknowledge it <laughs> yeah. because if, if yeah, you have to. When that my if if he were if he were creepy and when he makes that first kill, like yeah. I gotta cover help him cover <laughs> it up. <laughs> so I I'd be preparing that shit right yeah. now, right? <laughs> Getting ready to go to jail, putting my affairs in order. No, you gotta dig. You gotta keep digging. This is for your. Future. Yeah, it's it's the Norm Macdonald bit about like why do serial killers get so sloppy with the burial? <laughs> the they ditch did, thing. They put why together the these ditch? meticulous yeah. plans to kill people, and then they just like ah, this twig will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell it's Jessica. It's just, look, look at all the twigs there. It's fine. Two feet is fine. Two feet is fine. <laughs> why are they so sloppy? So yeah. uh, creepy kids. Yes. Are there cre- That's the other whole f- aspect. There are of creepy kids. How do you protect your kids? Because my son, my older son, almost has a like, uh, like gene that where it, he's attracted to creepy kids. Like that's he, every kid. What's up with that? Every likable kid will have a creepy kid along, like always attached to him. Is that a thing? It is a thing. It, it seems absolutely like it. is a thing. My son has three creepy kid friends that are at his daycare. I watch them every time. There's like the one that's at the corner just. Like staring at the corner, kicking it not for like minutes on end. Because then when you go to the daycare, I don't like to like open the door right away. I like to just like watch. Yeah, you peek to see what you just peek. What they're like, like yeah. yeah, who who's in the daycare and what and what the fuck my son is doing, which is usually just running around and yelling because he's just physical and whatever. But then you see the other kids. Like you'll see like the one kid sitting but not doing stuff, and he's just talking to himself and like playing with his fingers like that. And then you're like. 
the fuck are you doing? And then you're just staring at him. I'm like, I've gone from my son, like, I'm being the worst parent ever. Like, yeah, my son, whatever. What the fuck is this kid doing? What's going just on with playing that kid? with, like, it's been five minutes, and he's just been talking to himself. And then when I do open the door to go, like, okay, Knox, it's time to go, that one kid will go, bye, Knox. I need a hug, Knox. Oh, like, are you friends? Like, yeah, he's my best friend. Why? Why is this fucking kid your best friend? I don't want to see that kid, like, Playdates and stuff because I don't know if he'll kill you. Because your son is kind, he won't has love to give. Yeah, my son is a kind boy. Unfortunately, they pick up. I, th- I this is my theory anyway. They pick up on the fact that those kids are alone. Yeah, because everyone's like instinctive, instinctually, instinctively afraid of them. Yeah, and so they embrace them because they're like, oh, "I'll be your friend." It's so weird. But it, it ends up being like super dicey. Yeah. Once you get to know the parents too, you can't just go like your kid is fucking weird can't i don't want your kid around well like kid. there's no parent that will admit that their kid is weird either i think there's, i think i i don't I, see to that. admit maybe you're right maybe you, you won't like look at another parent and be like you know what yeah my kid's a budding sociopath like look at him he's just fucking weird you're not gonna say that sure especially uh if he's you know he didn't fall too far from the tree well you know yeah but right. that's usually what it is because the the creepy kid in our neighborhood the one that's like killerly uh, yeah i feel like has uh serial killer ways yeah. his dad is like a softy he's not a violent guy but i see him kind of spaced out it's too. always the it's always the quiet he's one, a little man. spacey you know he kind of just stares into the into the void sometimes and so it's he didn't get it from just anywhere, no it's right? not from it's well, never from out of nowhere have you ever had that situation where you're like oh no i don't like that kid but your son loves him uh no actually really okay. no it's never happened good job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is you did or did not do good maybe just rowan's just like lucky yeah he's uh he's he's a pretty i think he's a pretty good judge of character in fact one of his best friends is uh this guy who has um I forget what it's called, but it's it's this it's it's natural disorder where you're where you um, rebel against any kind of authority figure. Okay. So he gets in all kinds of trouble. You mean he's a kid? <laughs> no, it's like an actual like it's is an it, actual thing. Oh, it's like, is like that an a, acute like um, problem with authority? In is it borderline? No, it's, it's not, not borderline. That. It's not like, uh, it's 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 not Asperger. Uh, it's something no, no, no. Okay. But anyways, the kid is super cool, and and they're good buddies. Just like he's awful with with any kind of authority figure. Wow. Anyway, uh, this this because I wanted to I wanted to ask this question before, anyways. But uh, this is a good segue into that. Go ahead. What is the most terrified you guys have ever been in your life? What's the the most terrified? That's a good question. That's a good one. The most terrified? Yeah. What's the scariest moment you've ever had? Oh, um, that is a good question. Jeez. I guess every time I didn't know where my kids were. Yeah. That's kind of a that that's always one, right? Even if they were missing for like 10 seconds. By the way, it's oppositional defiant disorder, Richie. Just uh, okay. oppositional There's, defiant. Wow, yeah, yeah it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel like I feel like this question came from, like, you have a story behind this. Do you have a moment? No, not necessarily. Uh, I mean, I've been scared a couple times, but uh, are we talking as kids? Because as kids, we all had that. Yeah, like, those scary there's no. Moments. Yeah, for me, if you're talking as kids, yeah, there's yeah, plenty of like stupid things that you shouldn't have been scared of, like. You're sleeping, and then you're looking in your closet, and you see some type of thing, right. and you just put the cover over your head, and you're like, "This is gonna keep me safe." Like forever, if I put my if I put the cover over my head 
nothing can get to me. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. stupid. Yeah. But if we're talking like I was worried for my like life. Wow. Uh, I mean, I was shot once. You were shot. You, you got, got shot? shot. Yeah, but I was like six. Oh, you got to tell us a story. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I was like six. Didn't make the story less interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I realize now saying like I was like sick. This didn't. Like, you just took it, it up another notch. Yeah, there. it's not like it was normal. No one gets like I killed someone, but I was like three. <laughs> no one gets shot. <laughs> what? So my mom called me down for dinner. <laughs> well, okay. So how did you get fucking it shot was, at well, six years old? I was with my mom. We were playing in a park, and I was on the swings, and it was, she, she was sitting reading a book. And we had just moved from the South Shore to Montreal. And we sort of moved into, like, sort of... It, it was not a great neighborhood, Saint-Michel. At the time, it wasn't It wasn't too bad, but it was still, like, known to be not great. A little so, gritty. Just a little bit gritty. So we're playing in the park, and it's a new park that just got developed. And I don't know why I know all this, because my mom... I know my mom told me it was in all... Apparently, it was in the news. So swinging and whatever, and then uh, two guys just ran across the park. But I mean, like full speed ran across the park, which I don't remember it perfectly, but I remember seeing two guys run, and I remember seeing two cops run maybe a minute after them. Again, full speed. Yeah, but like when you you don't see people running like that. Very exactly, often. it's the it's it, it's that's the image that's burned into my mind. But they were, I want to say, like uh, thirty, forty yards away from each other. So the guys pass, and then I hear two, like pop pop, two th- two to three pop pop, and then I felt like a bite on my leg. Oh shit! Yeah, but and then the cops passed by, so like they ran, and then the cops. I felt the bite, and then the cops passed, and all I heard was like my mom yell, and then me looking down, and my leg was bleeding. But it's not instant that it hurt. It was just I heard some yelling, and then I looked down, and then I saw some blood, and then I went, "Oh shit, this hurt!" But like that's the only thing I remember. But from what I'm told, it's just. The guys ran, they shot back to the cops, missed the cops completely, and just unlucky, the, the, the swing I was on, the upswing that I was on just grazed my leg. And to this day, I have like a divot in my leg. Oh, shit. Yeah, they, they, you can put your finger through. Like, you can just like kind of poke into my leg and like there's like a, a thing. Did, did, do you know what happened to those guys? Nope. No so you idea. never saw her? I it. was six, so I don't. To me, it was like I went to the hospital. Uh, I I had a cast for like a few weeks. I got a lot of ice cream, and that was it. Like okay. nothing happened to me. From what I know, I know my mom went to court with the city because like apparently the idea is if if something happens and you're passing through anything that's like a schoolyard or any residential area like that and. Uh, let's see people are running and they're armed you can't run after them that's why apparently if you're you're supposed to disengage if you're in a school zone and someone just bolts off and you're a cop you're not allowed to go 
Ah, you're not supposed to you're force a confrontation in that. Because you, you well, that's a good thing to know. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't know if any... Yeah, the exactly. Because you never know if like there's a kid running around and you can't be the one running over a kid. Yeah, you don't, wanna, you don't want exactly. that on 6 o'clock news. So apparently that's what happened. So I think we got some money out of it, but... Those are like, some nice shoes, by the way. Oh, thank you. But yes, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Those are, so were you, do you remember being terrified? I remember my mom being scared, and like I've never saw, I've I had never seen that look from her before. So like like she grabbed me from the swing yeah, and like I, I was imagine, on the floor yeah. and like she had like her hands on my legs legs and stuff and then she was screaming and stuff. So I remember being terrified at that. So like I remember something's happening to me because she's looking at me that way. So that was to me the most terrifying thing. But I didn't necessarily think that I was like in life danger but i knew something was happening you're, that was you're, you're luckily too young to fully understand exactly. the situation yeah yeah i just think like my leg was sort of numb but richard hello hi what's the most scared you ever been good luck topping that yeah <laughs> i don't think i have a story to top that <laughs> you don't but you must have you must remember i i have trouble imagining you terrified because like as i said i imagine you being born with a beard and <laughs> I was born with a beard, and you Excellent. came out and you started delegating mm-hmm. <laughs> tasks to people and yeah. and reorganizing things in the daycare. Optimizing, um, yeah, optimizing, optimizing, optimizing yeah. the block, optimizing. the block uh, playing. Yeah, that's. Uh, I would say that's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. Um, most terrified. I don't know. I think it goes back to like schoolyard stuff. You know, like, like bullying being, type situation. Well, no, I mean, like I remember it was like Halloween kind of situation, and we like a bunch of young kids. Like we egged a bunch of older kids, and then we ran for our lives as they tried to run us down with their car and stuff, and kind of all scattered to the wind and like hiding like under parked cars and stuff. Like I think that was probably the m- most scared I've ever been. I don't know. It goes back to just not really having the capability to really to deal with the oh, right. fear like sort of thing. Like it seemed that, like it was yeah. bigger than it was. Sort of sure, thing. sure. It seems like the end of the world at that point. Yeah, yeah. I yeah think but being that young, you're super naive too. Like, yeah. The shit that you like, I remember being scared of. Like now, makes no sense. Sure. Like, like yeah, as an adult, looking back at it, it's like, oh, what's the worst they would do? You know, like kick you kick you a couple times that's it but at that time i was not even up to think that like death was an option you know? well your world was just very small mm-hmm. at that point right yeah, yeah it ended totally. at the end of your neighborhood and yeah. where you you knew five places and you're you know it was a naive time the rest was pre-internet a, as an adult have you ever been scared have you ever been like terrified as an adult uh nothing really comes to mind if i if i think about it it's always health related like, I gotta say, like, I got I got really sick a couple of times in my life, and I thought that I I thought that there was something really messed up, like fatal, or that I would end up somehow like uh, like with a colostomy bag or wow. cancer. Okay. Or I was I I like I just I had some legit scares, mm-hmm. health wise, and I can remember those moments in the hospital, really fucking sweating, and going like, holy shit, is this the end? Mm-hmm. I, I don't I've never gone through no I've gone through one thing like that where I've, I had like a, a high blood pressure attack mm-hmm. where well, I'm still dealing with it now you um, have high blood pressure I 
am unfortunate enough that I have high blood pressure from just being black. Black, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's sickle stupid. cell. It's so stupid. Yeah. It, it's not my diet. We, we, I, it's just I, genetic. It's just genetic. Like I spent four days at the hospital, and they told me, "Sorry, it's literally you're black." You, yeah, but it turns out that it's. Uh, well, I went through all the tests, and I, I was on pills for like two years, and this was before my daughter was born. Um, so that was like the scary part. Sure, where I was like, I could die right now, and they kept telling me, "Well, we're gonna put you on these pills, and if you don't take these pills, you might not wake up the next day." So like for a Whoa. year and a half. I was getting phone calls from like a, a nurse just to confirm that I was still alive. That's my Like up. in the morning, so that was not fun. But like, it, at first it was like, yeah, I'm alive. Yeah, I'm alive. Yeah, I'm alive. And then it became just like, nope, I'm dead. Like, if yeah. I'm answering the phone call, obviously I'm alive. Yeah, this these these uh these racial uh genetic uh things. It's that's, a fucking trip, man. Yeah, you you can't explain that. You can't explain. It's that. crazy. <laughs> already. Uh, but you—that's one of those things where you're like, sorry, this doesn't get to be chosen yeah. or not. And I heard, I think on the Rogan podcast, they were talking about sickle cell. It just, yeah, it just apparently it just fucking happens. You can just fucking get sickle cells because you're because you're because black. you're black. But did you know? Black. Did you know what sickle cell? Apparently, I, scientists have found out why. Why? Apparently, it's a natural defense against malaria. Whoop. That it's what it—it's a malaria blocker. And malaria is still the most devastating disease in the history of man. But we just don't because North Americans don't. It's gone like, here, just yeah, like tuberculosis. Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, but it has killed. The statistic was something like it has killed more than half of the people that have died ever. Yeah, it's something crazy. Something like, like that. that. Yeah. So the the fact is, it's not a genetic defect. No. It's a defense against something else, yeah. but that ended up being in its own. Exactly, it's deadly in itself. But anyway, health health scares yeah, are for adults. I think those yeah. are the big ones. Like that if you've taxes. had taxes, taxes. <laughs> if you had a car accident, uh, if you've uh, if you've lost someone, that type of thing, or I've had a few yeah, things. I think that you could almost you could almost split the two because um, like there's a specific kind of terror that you can get as a child. When you when you don't know what's up, yeah. and then uh, as an adult, it's completely different things that that'll scare you. And another thing that I realized uh, recently, I was at the park with my kids, and um, we just heard like a kid fell or something bad happened to a kid, and you just hear that wailing, that crazy like like super hurt, like crazy wailing that only a child can do. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that. And I was like, "Fuck, man! Like that's something that that only like you lose that as you get older. Like yeah. you never hear yeah. an adult wail that way. Like yeah, fully wail. Like no. it never ever happens. No. You know, you can have like somebody who's so upset that they'll yell and then cry. But that real like scream crying that they're complete. They've completely lost themselves to the never. cry. Yeah. That doesn't happen no. as an adult ever, 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 right. ever." That's like I, I found that very interesting. Like, when do you lose that? You know, I think it's it's more of a social stigma at that point, right? Especially as a guy, there in, in your teenage years, it gets beaten out of you because it's associated with being a wimp. Yeah, you get tough enough. You know, but you so, think it's like some people would hang on to it. You know, are you hear I, it? I don't know. I, I think it. I think it's something that happens when you're an, uh, like an infant, right? Like you you hear babies cry that way because their ability to cry ends up being their 
they're tied to their survival instinct right the louder like there's a thing like they did a a study about the decibels that babies are able to to reach and it's like a it's higher than a jet engine right and you got to think that that's like an evolutionary Mm -hmm. construct right so like the louder they're able to cry the more adults in the in the tribe will be alerted to their distress and they all come running right same so as you as you progress as like from baby to toddler to child like that becomes it's still it's still a thing right like as you're not able to defend yourself you need that ability to create those decibels in order to alert the tribe to your distress but then as an adult it's no longer useful i mean it may be useful but like it all it probably is over like overridden by the fact that like you will no longer be considered like uh sexually viable <laughs> you know at that point right? like blood you curling screen you know yeah. like you actually can't. yeah i kind of kind of see it you yeah gotta see it right i mean unless you're doing like a like it's a war cry then you then you can get away with it like if it's a battle cry yeah like if you're going to you know like a right. like a football thing or like a braveheart thing braveheart situation <laughs> but it's still got to be manly it's got to be a manly it can't be like yeah. You're, not, you're not trying to alert uh, all the like people who are more capable than you to right. come to your aid. You're now trying to impose your will. You're screaming to, impose, to God, letting him know you're on your way, or to intimidate your enemy. <laughs> right. Your right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different thing. So I, I, I think I think that's where you lose that. Yeah. I, that's just that's just my theory. One of the scariest moments for me was actually thanks to uh, my brother over here. Um, What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so I was it just, has. I was this, yeah, I was this innocent little child uh, hanging out in our front yard. And how old? And, uh, I'm just your mic real quick. How old at this point? <laughs> I was maybe, how old was I? Like five? Oh, no. Oh, you were much older than that. <laughs> <laughs> I would say like 17. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I was five. No, I, I think you were like... Uh, I would say like eight. I was not eight. You're definitely eight. No. At least eight. Right, I was right. not eight. Split the difference. Anyways, six. You were six. I was six. Seven. 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 Six Seven. and a half. I was five. <laughs> and, uh, and just minding my own business. Uh, probably picking strawberries, uh, you know, to give to my family because uh, I was that kind of person, you know. And uh, <laughs> I like the built-in uh, character. I was say, yeah. Built-in testimonial yeah. here. Yeah. Um, and then uh, all of a sudden, I see uh, an ape on a bicycle, an a ape. terrifying an ape. ape on a bicycle, uh, just racing towards me with reckless abandon. Uh, <laughs> and it was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was Richard who had bought his Halloween costume like a gorilla costume. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I put a mask on and I got on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen anything like that. I mean, you're five years old, and picking strawberries to give to your family. You're a three-year-old, I think. Yeah. You traumatized <laughs> him you forever. The shit so out of him, he was brother. three. If he no, was, though, I was gonna no. say, if he was three, that means like it really burned into his mind. <laughs> oh, it's burned. It's burned in there. Yeah. Maybe like one, one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you, if you go to the zoo and there's like gorillas, anytime you I was breastfeeding at the time. <laughs> anytime an ape mounts a bicycle, yeah, it just uh, it's all like, over for you. Yeah, yeah, even at five years old, you're like, oh no, it's happening, it's happening. They've evolved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
They've learned how to use bicycles. <laughs> it's the Bind of the Apes thing. Yeah, his, I mean, his reaction is actually burned into my mind as well. Like I remember it like like it was yesterday. Like he had that like cinematic kind of like just terror in his eyes, and he was running. And I'm on a bike in the backyard, like a bumpy yard. Yeah, like this, you can't really go very fast. You're not on even a coming at him. Bike <laughs> on a, in the yard, you know. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> going like one kilometer an hour still faster than a three-year-old child <laughs> i did one, i can confirm one year that. Old this child. is true one or he, 17 he's got that like <laughs> he's like ah! and then he turns around to run and he's like looking back as he's as he's running away or like you, you could have had like like music playing but then like for sure like his different perspective so to him it might have been all in slow mo. He just oh, saw yeah. an ape going yeah, yeah. and just no. And two your, mind like, warps, uh, your mind Your mind works. It wasn't slow mo yeah. for me too because I was on a bike in the yard. You know? <laughs> like it's fucking slow. Exactly. <laughs> he had time to look back and run at the same time. This would have been a good picture. I would have. I would have loved that picture. <laughs> if, I great. wish people could see how they're both like stroking their beards. I know. In the exact it's same so way right weird. Now. <laughs> it's so weird. Exact same laugh. Yeah. Exact it's same so voice. It's watching that direction and just seeing those two faces that look. The same. Their head, yeah. their heads are took the same way too. It's so weird. The same, uh, yeah. muscle uh, reactions. Yeah. So you I, were in a way torturing yourself, Richard. How does that feel? It You're, feels pretty good. You were punishing um, a younger I feel self. Pretty good about it. Yeah. Uh, which could be an album name. Uh, what were you gonna say, Danny? I had this other experience where um, I think me and my friend had snuck into his neighbor's yard. Um, and he came out and he was chasing us, which was, it turns out it was fine because he was like a friendly neighbor, but I didn't know this. So, and so, and he, he, he uh, took like a chair and held it above his head and was running after us with the chair. And that was really terrifying. And the only reason that it, that really burnt in, into my brain was I kept falling and, and, it, and it felt like a movie you know when you're watching a movie and somebody's like running away from the monster or whatever and they keep falling and you're like fucking get up I'm like Jesus (laughs) Uh, and I was saying that to myself I'm like I just could not get my bearings I could not like keep running without falling that's terrified to lose your balance it's like fight or fight response just kept falling falling over and over yeah they talk about this in like fighting right like the the whole idea of like freezing up and Mm. yeah how just being afraid can knock out every everything Oh, oh, I yeah. came around the corner with a with an eight, eight mask on a, on a BMX bike, <laughs> and it just made things worse. And then the neighbors started falling. <laughs> that's always a good one. Yeah, uh, grown-ups being pissed at you when you're a kid is pretty terrifying. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's as terrifying now as it was back then. Like, I feel like grown-ups had a power back then. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rat you out to the police. And, I don't know. You know. I don't know. Like it seems I, like it was I a more naive time. The fears are definitely different. Is as a kid, it was the fear of being beaten. Well, especially when you're like, it, I don't know if it's true for white people, but like being from a a more cultural family where it's more the, cultural. Yeah, what? more flavor. <laughs> excuse me, more sir. culture. More spices. We have cultures, sir. Excuse me. You mean black family? No, no, I don't mean black. You I don't, don't mean black. black. I don't mean black. Because what is your background? My mom is Haitian. My dad is American. American but from where? Florida, which is not the greatest place. But Depending. Eh. 
Which part of Florida? South Florida. Oh. West Palm Beach oh. is not great. It's really South. Bad. Yeah. South. Yeah. Dirty South. Okay. It's not great. And you, you were born here or there? I was born here, but when my parents split, I spent, which is a stupid arrangement they took, half the year in Montreal and half the year in West Palm Beach. Right. So I would go to school here and then disappear for half the year and then go to school somewhere else and then it just keep switching It was a good situation off. for your parents, but not for you. For us, it made no sense. It's a horrible situation. It made no sense. Horrible. I feel you. Yeah. The, <laughs> a lot the, of kids feel you. Yeah. Right now. It a lot just, of week, week to week. Yeah. Like, like, it's just dumb. Other. Like, if it was week to week and we were in the same city, I feel like it would have been better. Yeah. But that right? just makes no sense. To go from, like, a plane ride for six months and another plane ride for another six months just was dumb. Like, and then I, I remember some of my friends were like, oh, yeah, you were gone for, like, half the year and we just no one noticed like yeah because i kept doing this <laughs> every year so to them it was the norm like okay. yeah i know jesus god okay but and yeah you're, you're both your parents are black both my parents are black. okay now the reason i ask is because all the like and some comedians have attested to mm-hmm. this in north american black families mm-hmm. and as yes, africans one as well but more mo- north american black or african-american i don't even know what the correct term is anymore there's no correct there's no term, term you can say anything people really. that are black that are from north america yeah uh, it is not uncommon, although Hispanics could also attest that's to this. That's what I was going to say. For wh- whoopings. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Arabs, too, I actually. think I, that's what I mean, because my friends, we weren't all black. We were right. just not white. Well, we did have the two or three odd white people, mm-hmm. but every ethnic... Per- that's what I meant. Ethnic person that I knew... <laughs> <laughs> they may, may, they, they all had whoopings. They got whoopings, we yeah. We all had whoopings. I wish that I had glasses to push up on my <laughs> nose as I was saying, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Culture? Is that... No. We all had whoopings. Charles so Darwin clearly established... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So it wasn't uncommon for, like, me to come home... Me to come to school... And then, like, say to my friends, oh, what happened last night? Oh, yeah, my, my mom, like... I got trounced. Yeah, we just, I just got a whooping because I dropped some milk on the floor or whatever. Yeah. Or I talked about We got whoopings. We're white. I'm, that's what I mean. Like, I knew, but we, the friends that I did identify with, too, like, the group of friends, it's, it's, it's literally, we all got whoopings. And then that, we had, like, the two or three white kids were like, yeah, I talked back to my mom, and, and she just slapped me, like... I flew across the room or something like that but like it, it was all we all bonded over being scared of being beaten I think <laughs> I think it's a I think it uh, it's a missed I think there might be a slight discrepancy mm-hmm. but I don't think that whoopings were the domain of ethnics as much as we think they are like in comedy it's become a thing yeah but I think we just talked about them more I think I think we just we just talked about. I think them more. that's the thing, and I, I also do think that um, it was scarier because there was no system for us to go. It can't stop. Like right. there was no way for me to go. Well, I'm gonna call somebody to stop these whoopings. But like, like I remember when I went to private school, there was there was a couple of kids who got whooped. You know, just by virtue mm-hmm. of the odds, right? And one was an Iraqi kid, yeah, and he got it like, like cold Middle Eastern style. Yeah. Like, I, I, if he's to be believed, he got shoved into the dog kennel some what nights. What the fuck? Yeah, like he got fucked up. Like okay. it was not even like a whooping at that point. It was like no, tra- that's, like, that's it's yeah. torture. That's torture. Yeah, that's torture. Yeah. That's not. That's then crazy. there was there was you know a couple of kids who got like the backhand from the mom. You know, like the upside the yeah. head. 
and maybe a wooden spoon here, a belt there, a shoe. I my mom, my mom' favorite shoes. Really, uh, my mom, my mom shoe, did uh, the evolution. It's basically whatever she was beating you with, and then at some point you would start wincing. Then she would just upgrade the weapon. Oh, she so studied her. Oh yeah, her so it, it went with like the soft, the soft sandal, where like that was effective, and then at some point you kind of go, eh, whatever. I'm good. And then it would just Upgrade. move to the hard shoe, mm. then the belt, then the wooden spoon, then the telephone cord. And then at some point, it, there was just corporal stuff. So, like, do the push-up position and don't move. Go kneel in the corner. Oh, and that's the, almost a, a workout yeah. exercise. But the worst one I've ever Prostate. had was uh, <laughs> she would make me go outside. And then she would put two dictionaries in my hands and then just stand in the sun with the Whoa. two dictionaries. And then they couldn't drop. So that you would just have to like That's hold your hands. That's next level, like, man. Yeah, I don't have these shoulders because I tra- I, I go to. Gym. I've never heard that Zero. one. No, that I would literally be in That's the yard cool. just like that, standing, right, and then just like don't drop your hands, don't drop your hands because your mom's gonna beat you. Like it was just the, and then she kept going with like heavier books because it started with like just doing this for like a few amount of minutes, just holding out your hands, just hurts. No, it's super. But put super some tough, weight on that. It it hurts more and then like more weight and more weight and more weight yeah i don't know well she's also like four foot two so she had to to yeah that's the thing if you gotta if you gotta (laughs) discipline kids that are like way bigger than you you can't do anything that's kind of what my my mom's excuse was a little bit she was she's five foot one yeah there's not much she had to raise a boy on her own and i had a bit of a mouth on me you know before bit bit. (laughs) but that's the other excuse is i I like to say because obviously with my kids I don't do that. Sure. There's I, I cannot do what my mom did. No way. I've I can't never do it put my nope. hand. I've never put my my. I've never raised my hand. It's at my a kids. different world, man. It really is. You can't you can't do this these things, and I don't even think about doing these these things. But for the excuse for me is I keep saying, well, I was a smart mouth, and I used to do some awful shit, so. I guess it made sense that my mom did that, but to the same, in the same regard, in the same comparison, I could still go. She could have done this differently. Yeah, mm. yeah. She could have. There's this anything thing. wrong with like uh, drop and give me twenty kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, thing, that wasn't you know? too bad. That'd be alright. That was. Yeah. It, it, it's not even that it, it was bad. It's, it's just like gym class. Yeah, but it was <laughs> still like, well, my mom's. There's a psychological. My making me do it. There's yeah. a psychological like, aspect. Like uh, our, our good friend of ours, uh, uh, a, Bur- a Beijing friend of ours. His his dad apparently was next level, like um, if I remember, this, I could be confusing the story with another Beijing guy I know, but if the kids were like, "It's hot in here, it's hot," and they opened the window, and Dad said nobody opens the window in the basement, he'd come down with nails and a hammer, and he'd shut all the windows with with nails. What the fuck? Every, okay, sealed yeah, and, and like they're just like sweating. That's yeah, sweating, that's next sweating, level. sweating, sweating, sweating. And that, and it was more about the transgression of the of, of the order than the actual the actual punishment itself. Exactly, that's crazy. But I, I know I think I could do that too. I could say like you know I think I excuse it in a way. But you have to remember it was a different world, way different. There was no such thing as um, DYP. The what? The DYP. The youth protection? No. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that incident in particular. But like, no, no, no. We forget that parents that were not invited to introspection no. about parenting and there was yeah. no dialogue no. there was no there was no real dialogue with the kids unless you had a special family where like your dad sat down with you and told you stuff 
Like, there was no dialogue. It was perfectly acceptable to shove the kids into the basement when people came over that's and what get, it, that's, to get yeah, hammered in the much, kitchen Yeah. while the kids were kind of sitting downstairs with the woman that didn't have kids and everyone smoked in their faces. And, like, there was just a bunch of things we hadn't... There was no dialogue for it, right? No, but they didn't know any better either. Like, the, the more... It was the socially more time acceptable. progresses, the more you go, well, that was fucked up. We should do this. And so where are we now? I mean, is there any is there any justification to punish your kids? A lot of people think There's, that it's I've that it's only just all you do is that you um, you try to give positive reinforcement when they do something good. I don't believe for my own self, for my own kids, I I have a five year old and a three year old. I don't believe in that. I do believe in consequences, meaning if I tell you not to do a thing and I explain to you why you're not supposed to do it and I tell you what consequences there will be, like you'll be in the corner or whatever else, I'll take something else away or whatever else. I, I kind of want to do the push-up position thing just to see like if you can take it, but I'm not there. He's still five, so I'm not going to do that. You've passed on your shoulders, Tim. Well, you know, yeah, but I, I don't believe in just Great shoulders, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Pride myself on that. Yeah, I was just looking at I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great shoulders. Zero gym. No, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> what do you think, Danny? Like, well, where do you stand on that? I don't know. I, I, I really, I wonder. Uh, there is, you have to, dis- but it, honestly, there's one part where you have to discipline your kids. There's, they have to know what a consequence is for their action. Right. But there's also, there's also anything is specific to, every individual you can't blanket all kids like if you look at your kid and you go well my kid is the type of kid that he acts out when he's uh he doesn't move around enough so like if i don't take him outside and he's inside and he's like all caged in that's when he acts out well that's not his fault that's just how he's that's just how his body is he needs to be outside or else he's gonna act up so right. then if you do the things that you're supposed to do for your kid, okay, cool, go and spend some energy so that way you can act right, but that's specific to your kid. You can't just blanket all the discipline that you go, well, if my kid is yelling, well, I got to discipline him, but there's a reason for it. I'm a student of the um, t- preparing my kids for the world that's out there rather than the world I'd love them to live in. That's kind of my approach, right? That's... Like, I fill him. I give him my values. I, 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 I want him to understand where I'm coming from, but I believe that there's a fair amount of, of preparing kids or going to like raising kids for a world that doesn't exist. This world of like never punishing, never negatively reinforcing, mm-hmm. but always rewarding uh, good behavior. Um, that to me, that doesn't sound like the real world. That sounds right. to me like it's not. With the right kid, you know, some kids just land on their on their feet from day one, and you could tell them all the wrong shit. You could put cigarettes out on their backs; they somehow still end up being these fantastic mm-hmm. people. It's just in them, right? Um, but to to if the world is not going to treat them that way, then you are fucking your kid over, right? By preparing him with all these beautiful ideas, you could tell him about your beautiful ideas. And you could tell him that if he wants to, he, he or she could pursue those ideas. But to be like, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of the social justice, uh, whiny, can't deal with anything generation now is kind of a result of this helicopter. Like, no, 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 no negative words. Oh, no, no this, that. no that. And it's, right. it's a natural swing to the other extreme from 
whooping, kicking the shit out mm. of kids for nothing, for everything, for years, for generations. Kids just getting whooped for everything because they were essentially treated like they were unruly animals until they learned to behave. And this goes all the way to boarding schools, to the, 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 the religious schools, to discipline, to all that stuff, right? So now to counteract that craziness, we went all the way to, you know, pillows and, and clouds and Hello Kitty. That's too much. Uh, kids. And then, like, it's always the same thing. It's that pendulum again. You got to. So you, you got to give your kids some positive reinforcement. You can't do it like of old course. school. Can't yeah, like, you can't just. You can't constantly just no. fucking pound down on their, on their, on their self-esteem. Because mm-hmm. then you're going to get someone who feels like they're never good at anything. Mm-hmm. But also if you if you constantly like praising and fucking trophies for everything what is it the participation that i refuse that that whole shit i put my kids in sport this year yeah and it was in baseball and they had obviously competitions every week and at the end of the season everybody gets a trophy everybody I, i said no you said no i said no so like keep the ribbon his team he was the best on his team but his team was still the worst and they kept losing and he wasn't happy about it. And I kept telling him, if you keep working, you will get there where you yeah. will be good. There's nothing you can do without practice. That's how you get better. But you getting this medal just means you were there. Yeah. Like your team sucks. Yes. You do not suck. Exactly. Because the team is not exactly. your everything. That's it's exactly not the world. What you say. You're, but your team sucks. Your team sucks. So you didn't win. Yes. You didn't win. But it I happens. love you. Oh, and yeah. you are not less of a person. Exactly. You didn't win today. Exactly. You might win tomorrow if you work hard. If you work hard, help your other friends to win. But you're not getting a medal. I'm not giving you this medal for you to say, like, look, I got this medal. For what? Because I was there? Yeah. No. That's prob- I, I have no. a problem with that. Yeah. You need every adversity is the greatest thing. You learn from losing. You learn from falling on your face because then you learn how to get up. Right. Once you get up, you go. How do I keep myself from not falling again? Unfortunately, that also makes a case for not eliminating all bullying. Right. <sighs> I'm I'm, o- I'm okay with bullying. You're some okay forms. With it? I'm okay with some forms of bullying. Yeah, yeah. It's one thing to like. I think I think the definition of bullying needs to be changed. Okay. That's what it is. Like there needs to be levels. Yes, I think <laughs> if you get teased, and um. It's not too bad, and like it, it gives you some sort of a thicker skin. Because I've ha- I have tons of friends where we're like we're all together, and we remember in high school, and we all keep each other calling each other names and stuff, and it just laughing you, at you, yeah, but you, telling you kind, but then sucks. you just sort of like you throw some stuff out too. Well, I don't know about your shit because that <laughs> <laughs> sounds that sounds like a big bag of like. <laughs> <Just for laughs> <laughs> but then like you get to like throw stuff back, like yeah. all right, well tomorrow if he calls me that. I'll call him this, and then you just kind of like go back and yeah, forth. It just toughens you up a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Like if you put an eight yeah. mask on so and that get on I a bike. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> See, this is the problem now. Is all the offenders See, that's the thing. are hiding behind? Exactly. They're like, well, I then 
clearly the our you know programs were not were, were but that's so what I mean. wrong. It's, it's, <laughs> so our programs are just a form of love. Right? Just a form of love. Yeah, I, I think Hitler there really is, loved the world. There is and a he level. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hitler oh never god. wore an eight mask. Okay. Oh my god. I, I never saw him wear a BMX. No, I think I think we got somewhere good. I think the wearing of an eight mask to terrorize your three-year-old younger brother is is very similar to uh, being Hitler. Oh, very yeah. similar. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in a yeah. diaper. Yeah. Well, I have six a months old. <laughs> Actually, he was just born. Picking strawberries for my family. Which is still weird. I still don't get that. <laughs> I have an I have an adopted brother uh, who's black mm-hmm. and who is like now he's this super zen world traveling dude. Mm-hmm. And he, when you talk to him, you're like, he, this guy's so mellow. But he was the the antagonist of antagonists. <laughs> this was the he was like when he was like six or yeah. seven. He was like uh, Richard Pryor, mixed with Fifty Cent, mixed with like he was the the meanest back talking. He told adults to go fuck themselves. But, like but, Kanye West. But let, tell me more about him. Like was he, he smaller? Was he, he very likely? He, no, he was tiny. Okay, he was a stick. There but you go. He very, uh, he very likely had that condition you mentioned earlier, Danny. The the, the authority thing. Yeah. Um, fuck. He he <laughs> was, just said it. You just said it. Yeah, but he, that, he but would. He picked it. on me. Yeah, he was my brother. Yeah, right? but at he the same family. time, too, if but he, he fuck with me like so badly. How old was he? I when was you very thin skin. Uh, well, what happened was his mom and my mom uh-huh. immigrated to this country together. Yeah, and we grew up together. Uh-huh. And then his mom passed away at fifteen. Oh wow! Uh, so we never like took him into our home. Uh-huh. Oppositional defiance. Disorder. Yeah, there I would go. guarantee you he would have been. He <laughs> he's on that. Th- he's he's on a, that thing. He's just turned it around and he made it into like a becoming a, a, a questioner <laughs> of things in life and philosophy. <laughs> the easiest thing to. I was gonna say. In the world. <laughs> he made me so mad. Okay. He would fuck with me when I was sick. I remember him being in bed with a fever, and he came over, and he, I don't know what he was on about, but he got under my skin. I was very thin-skinned as well as a kid, okay. and I still am to a certain degree. Are you? But much less than before. <laughs> I can take a joke now, but I was so sensitive as a kid. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Richard. <laughs> so he made me so mad. Yeah. I had I was running a high temperature. I must have been 12 years old. I jumped up. I tore my blanket in half. I don't know how I did that because I did not should not have had the strength to do Is that. This when you almost died of meningitis. No, no, this oh was way before. Fuck. I tore like not the whole thing in half, but like I went like Hulk. And I chased him down the street, out of my house, down the street, in my underwear, with a temperature, because I wanted to legit strangle his ass. Did he I fuck wanted to with you after that? <laughs> Sorry? Did he fuck with you after that? Yes. <laughs> the same level? No, no. Exactly. No, he backed off a bit. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, uh, I look back on it, yeah. and I'm sort of, he made me a better person. Well, there's Because then there's when the school fucking bully came yeah. along to pick on me, I was like, I know, you well, ain't you got shit. You ain't shit. You ain't, you ain't you shit ain't to shit. me. But that's the thing. Every bully I've ever had, because I wasn't the, the biggest kid in my school either. Like, I was the smallest kid. And yeah. on the South Shore, I was the only black kid. Right. In Longueuil. So, like, you get picked on Sophisticated place, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you get picked on right away. And I was the only kid that would speak French and English, too. So, then there was that, too. Uh. So... 
you just get thicker skin. Like the stuff, story. the stuff that you would just get was like, all right, whatever. Did you oh, ever fight back? Did you ever have yeah. that moment? The the, the bully fight. I, back I had the like punch out one. Okay, so what happened? Give Ooh. us the give us. So the uh, in French, it's in French. The guy, the guy, the, fuck. I don't want to out. It's, can I? You guys bleep stuff here? We can. We can. <laughs> we can. But it's whatever. No, whatever. This this kid's name. But it doesn't matter. So <laughs> give, us his, give us his first name. Kevin. All right, Kevin. Oh, he knows his name. So if, if he ever listens to this, fuck you, Kevin. Fuck so, you, Kevin. You son of a bitch. So suck a dick. <laughs> he used to tell other kids that if <laughs> yeah, suck a dick, Kevin. Sorry, I was all right. <laughs> Sorry, go on. That if uh, if people would sit next to me, they would catch blackness. You can't. Oh. You couldn't. You would get dirty. If you get if you get close to me, uh, mm. so then like if I was sitting in cl- in my classroom, he would start throwing stuff at me. And if we were sitting at the lunchroom, like oh look at what what you know the regular stuff, like oh look at his food, it's food for savages and stuff like that. Oh, that's and how old were you at this point? I was eight. He was getting that shit from his parents. He was getting bro. that shit from him, for sure. It's not just from him. That's sophisticated right? shit. But as an eight year old, uh-huh. you're like, whoa, what the fuck, dude. But I, like it, it wasn't like I was ostracized by everybody, just him. Right. And then all my other friends were also like, "Oh, it's just Kevin. It's just Kevin. It's just Kevin." But at at some points, it just kept like pounding and pounding and pounding and pounding to the point that what was that? Day? I was on the bus, and I was going to my regular place, just like the middle of the bus. I was gonna go sit with next to my friends, and we were fine. And then as I passed by, I don't know what it was that day, but he said. Oh, the black kid is coming. Look at him pass. He's going to the back. Look at the black kid. Don't touch it. Yeah, exactly. Right? (laughs) Shit like this. There's just being a fucking rotten asshole kid. Yeah. And then I remember on the bus pulling my fist up in a ball and whatever rage I had from like the whole eight year old that it was just. Which is a lot. I honestly, there, there's literally no I, safety, I safety don't, switch. I any don't girls. think I'd ever been that mad at anything. Yeah. You're ready to kill. Ever, I and I just put my fist through his chest, and he fell on his friend, and then I got kicked off the bus. You my pulled pr- out his heart. I wish it would have been in the movie version. I would have been in the movie version. The heart comes out. The bus, the bus stopped. The the bus lady grabbed me, put me outside. She was yelling at me, but I couldn't hear anything because I was happy. Yeah. I, honestly, I was just happy that I punched him. <laughs> my mom came. My dad came because that was another thing. He was in town that month, and then he came to pick me up. And I remember my mom, she did give me the beating. It's the initial thing. She didn't ask what happened. She just gave me the beating. And then she asked what happened, and I told her, and she was like, oh. And then she gave me another beating. Like, you shouldn't push another kid. And then yeah, I talked. That's, that's the, the it, weird, Exactly. Weird that's just like. Like, what? you were right to do that. Exactly. Now, I'm still going to be Discipline beating. Exactly. What? And then I talked. Mommy's with had my, a bad day. It's so, yeah. It, it's pretty much that. I think it was like the fact that she had to leave her job to come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's had you a bad wasted day. Wasted fucking time. So, <laughs> asshole kid. <laughs> and then Fuck I you, sat Kevin. down with my dad. And then I explained it to him. And then he like. He, we went to McDonald's afterwards. Like, you did what? You punched a dude? Like, why, who was this kid? Oh, that's the kid that was just talking shit about me for, like... Saying the following Yeah, thing. and then he went, oh, okay. And then he just went to McDonald's, and I ate food, and I had an ice cream. And then it's sort of like I got it. Like, shit won't, doesn't need to get to that point. 
I can stand up to myself. Yeah. And from that day on, like, oh, whatever. But your dad was also matter. like, I can't condone this, but good job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was literally like the, <laughs> my mom was there and I remember him saying, like, you shouldn't do this. Like, yeah. but at the same time too, like when she was gone, I was like, yeah, you did all right. You, like, know, who the, you know who the fucking savage yeah. was <laughs> in my, in my, in my household, like in my family, my grandmother. Really, like my mother would be all like, you know, you don't, you don't start, you don't conflict, no, and you behave, or whatever. My grandmother's like, if he looks at you the wrong way, you fucking kill him. <laughs> and my grandmother, who was a doctor, right? She's like, really, like, double tap. She was giving me like prison advice, think, like I if think... anyone intimidates you, you make an example. I was like, what? Whoa! <laughs> and like, like my little granny, she's like, you don't, you don't, you punches you, you fucking, you punch him hard, and you make sure people see it shit that he you know you show everybody that you're not gonna be i was like wow my dad was (laughs) he didn't bless her we did we don't me and my dad don't get along we've never gotten along and we'll never get along because he's an asshole but he did give me the few little bits of advice that i i keep from him one was if shit happens and not that you have to fight but like if someone messes with you one, you tell him to stop. Two, you tell somebody. Three, if it keeps going on, you stand your fucking ground. And I don't ever want you to come home and say someone teased me, or I got, or I got beaten up. Like, how did you get whatever mark? Someone beat me up. No, if you come home crying, I will beat you. If you come home, you tell me you beat someone up because they were teasing you. That's pretty much it. There's never any time where you shouldn't have to stay. There's no way that uh, someone can take away your pride. Mm. You have to fight. Like even if you take, you have take, to fight. Even if, even if you, if you take it, a beating, then yeah. you're still proud that like you stood up for yourself. Yeah, still stand up. For which yourself. was an issue because my brother, my little brother, took that like you or your grandmother took that a little bit too much to heart, uh. and he used to fight every single person like he was preemptive anybody that would look at him wrong they, he would beat him up he would they, i used to have to because the our 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 school was in l-shaped so you had like the older kids like grade four five six on one aisle and grade one two three and the other one and so he was two years younger than me so i used to have to run from my yard to his yard just because i kept hearing your brother's beating someone up your brother's so i had to run grab my brother off of somebody and that used to happen like twice a week wow okay and to so this he day took that shit to oh yeah to literally. he like <laughs> yeah his fists are like stone did you grow you so you grew up you, you were talking earlier about mm-hmm. like growing up on these this by this by city situation yeah what when did you when did that settle um what do you mean settle like you ended up at some point living primarily here uh, no, he's still going back and see, forth. <laughs> he's got to go in 10 minutes. Yeah. The, the thing is, plug. with that, is... Um, if it's not too personal. It's course. not too personal at all. Uh, my parents got split up when I was eight. Mm-hmm. So I was eight, my brother was six. But it was rocky from, like, I remember six years on. So when they split up, instead of going to court, they just decided, I'm going to live somewhere, and you're going to live somewhere, and we're just going to go back and forth. And we kept doing that until end of high school but before that meaning custody wise we kept doing that until end of high school but before that at 16 um i used to skateboard uh like a lot you're a scary kid and at some point i got recruited to a skate team 
and I was making a lot of money and I was touring. How old were you? I, when I got my first endorsement, I was 14. So you're 14-year-old skier, you said? Skateboarder. Skateboarder. Yeah. So I was okay, skateboarding. Okay, so you became a, a legit skate, a professional pretty skateboarder. Good. It's a lot like skiing, but it's on yeah, one it's board. Like, yeah, it's like a shorter board, and uh, it's on wheels it's instead of snow. How many wheels? Snow. How many wheels? I think it's like four wheels. It might, yeah, it might be It's five. still on snow, right? Mm. It's still on snow? Yeah, yeah, primarily on snow. Primarily on snow. Or ice. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so you, you had 14. 14, I got my, my first sponsor, and we were touring a lot. So I would like on the weekends I would just go. At first it was my mom driving me, and then it started to be the manager would just like put us all in the van, and then we would just go to venues. And it started to be. At first it was Montreal, and then it started to be Toronto because there was more of a scene there. And then we started going to the states and stuff. And then at sixteen, my mom and my dad didn't want to deal with that shit anymore, so I just got emancipated. Emancipated. For, yeah, so they signed for me to get emancipated. Like Whoa. you divorced your parents? Pretty much. Whoa, they decided snap. that at this point, you I was making enough money to sustain myself. And more. I was making more money than them at that point. So, uh, yeah, at 16, they, we all sat down and were like, well, you traveling in and out, like you're still going to have to live somewhere. So you're going to still go from Montreal to Florida whenever you decide or we decide. But if you need to go to your venues just go and we don't need we'll give you papers because when you get emancipated you can't just do whatever you want there's still laws so right. no matter what you still like have to have papers like our son who's still 16 has these papers to say he's emancipated but he's still a minor like right he still needs traveling traveling uh, you like, need uh, still like a permission you need permission you still like a, a not a legal guardian but there still needs to be someone that's 18 or over 21 for sure you can't just go. cut you loose yeah. exactly so but you were you, effectively loose i was effectively loose at some at 17 i had an apartment uh man that money burned real quick uh <laughs> i was making jeez i had an apartment with five dudes that i was paying by myself in westmount these were all skater dudes? These were all skater dudes. That those are really nice shoes, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> they, those I paid for. Yes. I, so you were like, you got an early start here. Really early start. Uh -huh. I was one of the first few ones in Montreal that got a really good deal. But then the types of contracts that you get, um, especially early on, is there's the main guy, the face of the company, and then there's all the people that are supposed to make him look good. So you can't okay. do better than that guy. Oh. Like in terms of ability? Doesn't matter what you're doing. If he's supposed to be the face. Okay, like if you you're, you can't like outshine the Tony Hawk ever. of the company. You can, the, that's exactly the type of team you're supposed to be on. If you have a Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk is the name. This and is friends. The, like the show, just, Danny Lajoie. It's exactly like friends. that. Right. You can just. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You, so you just make him look good. So we would go to competitions for the team to like have the name so they would go oh this is the team and this is the, the sponsor so it's everywhere but the main guy is the guy that gets and how did you shit. infringe this how did you cross this line what do you mean you, you explain this to us and i feel like it's because you outshine no when it, i i wasn't allowed oh even though like when you're all together there's all these tricks that you could do like so even if you're the main guy you'll do something and you go oh well i can do the same thing it's not Whatever. And they're like, no, 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 no. 
Only he gets to do Or, that. exactly. So, if you yeah. do a set, you plan... You plan which tricks you're going to do in that set. and Because it's, it's always a... Especially since I was doing half pipe, you you sort of get to plan ahead into what you're gonna do, especially when you train when you, you you sequence stuff a lot. So and you train with a lot of people. So if I'm doing a sequence and then the main guy does a sequence, he'll go, oh, I'll try that too. Oh, that works for me. I'll keep that. I'll keep that. I'll keep that. But then my set won't be as strong as his set. That's fucked up, man. It's not. It's a business. I know, but it's fucked up because it's but, like this is like bands that uh, take other bands out on tours, yeah. and then they limit their volume exactly. levels. It's exactly they that. It can't be louder than the main act. It's exactly that. Uh, but it's it's also something that, as a sixteen-year-old, when I signed the contract, you just don't know. You don't know. You don't know. This is what you sign on for. Don't do better than this person. But I, at the same time, I didn't care because I was making good money. Sure. And so I did that from like 16 to 21, 21. I retired at like 22. Really? Yeah. But I'm still getting residuals from. That's nice. Yeah, it's all right. That's I'm not, cool, not going to complain. It's been, it's been a good life. That's, uh, that's really interesting. Yeah, but that's, how, that's why I moved out. I like feel guilty now having squandered all this precious time on today's episode <laughs> talking about a bunch of bullshit. I'll come back. I'll when your back. life is super interesting. It's no, I think we should keep I'll going and I'll just trim the fat, as it were, <laughs> off of some of the garbage. Yeah? Because Neldi is far more interesting than I thought. Uh, no, I didn't think he was more interesting. I didn't know, actually. That's why we had you on. So, okay. So, you skateboard till you're 21? 21. And then what? Oh, uh, man. Jeez. Then I moved at 19. Oh, jeez. There's so many things. I went You have five from, minutes. I'm huh? kidding. I'm kidding. I kidding, went kidding. from 16 to 19, I guess, on the, the like international scene. And I, the last time I qualified for the X Games was 19. X Games? Shit. There's footage of you and stuff nope. everywhere. No? Nope. How come? Because 19 at that time, they didn't do shit. The X Games weren't big. They uh. weren't. If you were, and I didn't make it that far because I wasn't allowed. I made it to prelims. I wasn't allowed to go past prelims because whoever was the best on the team or the face of the team, that's who they go for. And they don't record the rest. Oh, I see. Right? Okay. So it's not like I. Dark matches. Yeah, it's like you're you're you become a scrub. It's pretty right. much it. So I kind of got fed up with being a scrub. Like I, there's better things in my life to just do this. And plus, you get to be like you get injured a lot. Yeah, you, seriously. You, there's a lot of injuries, and you get to like you get sidelined for a lot of time. Did you get any uh, bad injuries? Ah man, I have like two pins in my knees now. I've had a few broken ribs. Oh, I've seen I've seen my bones like I've seen. I, like my the one bone of my leg come out. Like oh just, shit! You see it? That's like like your leg the wrong way type. Pretty thing? much, like it's like f- you see it and then you pass out. But wow! At the same time, it's just shit that happens. It's just part of the part it's of. It's just shit that happens. When I wake up now, there's a lot of stuff that cracks. Yeah. So the podcast did that to us too. Yeah. <laughs> so we wake up with all kinds. Which we is don't, fine. Oh yeah. The scar tissue is so yeah. thick. But after that, from. 19 to I guess 20 I took like a two year break well two year break I was still doing some venues because you still have to contractually do some shit so I would like travel back and forth but like I went to China for a year and I went to Japan for a year 
Okay. Just like fuck off. I don't need. Fire and I don't need any of this. Like I'll just. So you just went to see the world a little bit. Yeah, just a bit. Like I traveled for a bit. I was like, you know what? I I haven't seen shit because all I've seen is middle of America. I've seen malls. I've been in vans and bad hotels and motels, and eating bad food for like four or five years. That's all I've known, and I don't think that's life. And like I have no other skills. Although I did in that time still get to college and everything like that. But fuck, I felt like I was like in the same circle, and I seen the guys that come out of that, and they didn't look good. So I kind of went like, I gotta get out now. If I don't get out now, well, you want to be an old skateboarder. Yeah, it's it's not fun to watch them. Like the the really again, the machines like the Chad Muskas and the the Tony Hawks and the Bob Burnquist of the world, they're doing good because they were on the forefront. So they yeah, they also turned into businessmen. Exactly. Right. So I knew they weren't gonna push me like that. It was pretty clear. So I I had to leave, which was fine. But then after that, I moved to Montreal. I want to, yeah, permanently. And um, I guess I'm wondering where the photography came in. That's that's what I primarily know you for. When I 22 is when I bought my real big camera. I sort of dabbled on the road. That's kind of yeah. It's conducive to a video and pictures. It's always you sort of you sort of see what you when you go on shoots, especially when like we would do runs. Especially when, like, you see the person in front of you get into magazine covers and stuff like that. And I used to have interviews, but they were only, uh, only words, only little articles, but never any photos. But I would see what they would do for, uh, stars, the stars. And you would see, like, how it was set up. And I would, like, look around and be like, oh, I would have done it like this, like, like, like that. Okay. So you just piqued your curiosity. Sort of, like, but I've never picked up a camera for that. But then at 22, uh, that's when I bought my first real camera and I wasn't interested in taking pictures of skateboarding at all. At first I was just interested in taking portraits. I wanted to see, um, sort of not specifically take a picture of a, per- a subject, like a person, but like it, to me, it's always been about emotion. So like, Oh, what does a person look like when they're mad? What does a person look like when they're tired? What okay. does a person look like? So, like, I was more interested in, like, that. Or, like, like human 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 condition, condition basically. Okay. But then you sort of, like, haphazardly go through it. Like, oh, I didn't know really know how to use a camera. Right. I would just kind of stumble into, like, sort of, this is the machine I have. What can I do with it? Well, I, what I've noticed, I mean, I haven't obviously followed your photography mm-hmm. very long. But I've noticed you. I think what I like about your photography is... Um, I take pictures too, but I'm in no way a photographer. Never mm. wanted to be one. Never pretended to be. If you a, take pictures, you're a photographer. I suppose you are. I suppose <laughs> you can say that. Um, so, I, 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 you seem to have the same fascination with um, with symmetry and architecture that yes. I do. Yeah. And also, um, cool cold lighting. There's uh, patterns formed by by architectural. Yes. There's. Um, how can I say this? There's a serenity in seeing something that's that's framed the right way. Yeah. Meaning, if I pass by something and I go, okay, this is shape. The way this person constructed this is visually pleasing, and I feel like that's what he would want me to see. So, like, oh, wow, this is symmetrical. I like this. 
but at the same time too i like abstract stuff so lines make me go like i get boners for lines yeah lines any like angles whether it's angles or whatever angular like or straightforward i love lines but i'm 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 sort of again it's always in phases so at first when i first started it was all about portraits and moods and then it became uh angular stuff i was a lot when i started instagram it was a lot of food photography but not specifically taking pictures of what i was fucking gonna eat every fucking day yeah yeah. that wasn't it I was trying to... I was placing stuff a certain way. Okay, there was arrangement. There was, it was an arrangement. It was food photography. Anything that I that I take a picture of is never on a whim. The, I, I don't like... Uh, like, there should be thinking behind it is what you're saying. There's a... Well, yeah, I was explaining this earlier. Is usually what I start out when I, my process is either I have a story in my head when I pass something. So, like, let's say I will pass a nice building. There's To me, there's still, like... Uh, a, a story about this thing and then I'm trying to recreate that story in the picture and even if I take a portrait same thing I, I'll write out a story and then I'll grab whatever model that fits my story and then I'll move things around there's a lot of stuff if you see some of my pictures where you're like oh this room and this there's a lot of times where I take everything out of the room and then rearrange everything. Okay, so I want it's very perfect. It's okay. very very um like deliberate. It's yes. Okay. There's there's not much that I take that's like, or if if it is free form, it's again I have an idea, and then I let my subject be in that scene, and then when I get the feeling where it's that's what I felt when I thought about this scene, that's when I take a picture. Okay, especially hey. when I like if I put the a lot of times like I would say uh uh. I guess three quarters of my pictures of like are my kids, but more specifically my son. Is I have a scene and then I let him do something, and then sometimes I'll just stop him, like stop there, don't move or look a certain way, and then oh, this is what I wanted, and then I take the picture. But there's a lot of writing involved into what I do, which is not necessarily the way I used to do before. That's interesting. Writing, I've never heard that. Uh, writing, a there's a, I, I know ha- Instagram I is, in, is uh, like uh, conducive to that. Some people are followed by masses because they it's a combination of the photo and the little blurbs that they write like that somehow um inspiring i think it for me it's because instagram had a bigger reach it wasn't necessarily that like, it was the form i wanted to take it's just more uh, what i could take and put out there more people would see so there's a lot of times where I put the hashtags. It's just for people to see what I'm doing. For sure. And I wouldn't get the same reach in doing exhibitions, which I'm doing a lot more now because now I'm a bit more known. And when I say known, it's not it's not by that much, but it still it still feels like I'm I'm getting a bigger audience than what I used to have. But it still feels like my work process, no matter what, starts with I'm writing something out, or if I haven't had time to write it down. I'll have to write it down no matter what. But if I'm, let's say, in a situation where I see something, where I'm going to go like, oh, wow, this is a visual that I like. It's still a visual that I like because I'm writing a story as I'm watching so it. So if you, if you were to put this into like a gallery show, mm-hmm. would there have to be like a little plaque? Yes, there would have to be. Well, there's yes and no. It depends on the project. I want to say it depends on the project. Some stuff is pretty self-explanatory where I'll let you decide what type of story this is, but it's still sort of controlled. Mm-hmm. Like I made uh, one series 
um, if you go further down on, on my Instagram at NLDG yeah yeah drop that yeah, um, N-E-L-D-Y G on Instagram uh, <laughs> or NLDG Photography on Facebook it might be yeah um, but it's my wife in um, uh, I put her into a bath and I poured uh, milk in the bath and I mean like I filled the bath up with milk bad and idea it's it's horrible it was the dumbest thing I've done yeah. it's super involved and it like why but, well, no, but I know why you did it but uh, the, it, yeah. the, the apparently you're supposed to use like uh, yeah I heard something else yeah, yeah I know but can, can I per- but to problems we we taped everything shut so okay we I, I made some research on that uh-huh. to make sure that but okay so wife milk y- bath. yes so then I want my story was notice someone, how these guys are back I was gonna say it's biologically what's the what's the fact it is, it is it is <laughs> um so I wanted something like her surfacing out of the water. Yeah. So, in, in the Countess Bathory shot. Exactly. Yeah. So in, in you don't really have to write that story out, but if I put it out, let's say picture per picture, you sort of get that story from the sequence of pictures. If I only put one picture, you wouldn't have known what it meant. Like but if context. I put all the pictures together, then it sort of makes more sense. You're into you're into series and into now. I'm way more into series than okay. I used to be. Richard, you still. You mess with photography, don't you? No. Yeah. <laughs> and that's our show. <laughs> I take some pictures, but I would never call myself a photographer, that's for sure. I'm sure. interested in it. It's fun. But it, like, uh, does any of this stuff interest you, or are you more portrait, more uh, uh, nature? What's what's your no, thing? No. Because I've never actually seen your photography. Uh, I, don't, I don't have any photography. But you take pictures. I take pictures for the podcast. Okay, we're going <laughs> up. <laughs> Richard and me are gonna have a fight. Uh, we'll be back after these messages. <laughs> no, I, I think it is, it is important though that for me, at least for me, that if I don't put it into um, sequences, meaning like this is this is one project, I'm done with it, and then this is another project, I'm done. like it's a set of series, a set of pictures, and a set of pictures, and a set of pictures, yeah. because otherwise it feels like i'm not focused on anything so if it's too scattered then i won't i'm not gripping to anything because there's always a next idea so for me it's like what can i do that's better or what can i explore that's different so i had the thing with the milk and it was pretty it was all right and then i had like another one where i tried um uh virtual uh no yeah a virtual reality thing where uh you would put on uh 3d glasses 3d glasses like the helmet uh, the helmet and like you had like a 360 degrees set of pictures and that was me exploring something new but now that i've done it i never want to do it again it took me like to dark places like when i wrote it out the story to me felt like i should explore this taking the pictures felt like okay this is something new that i would never do that I wouldn't have done earlier, and that's different from what I'm doing. But it's sort of like I'm evolu- It's an evolution of what I'm. I, I've been doing for all these past years. Right. But now, fuck that. I'm not doing. You don't it want again. to touch it. Yeah. No. Hell VR no. is VR is fucking with yeah, a lot of people. But, it, but then it's not all. Now positive. that I've done that, then it's what's the next thing? Right. You know, like you always have to keep going to like. Okay. Well, I've wrote a lot of things down. I have to keep fleshing out all those ideas right. <laughs> and then it's getting more and more involved and more and more like grandiose 
and like, some of them I'm like how the fuck am I going to construct this but it's still exciting to go okay you're clearly okay. approaching this from an artistic point of view and the yeah. experimentation is part of the oh the of journey, course there's right? some stuff and that will fail yeah. there's a lot of stuff that I'm doing that I'm like yeah this is it but I, I understand what you're saying like like taking the picture is, is a whole one thing but just the thinking process mm-hmm. is part of what's interesting is right. what you're saying and experimenting mm-hmm. with new technologies yeah. mm-hmm. and new new capabilities and stuff and deciding whether what it's if for we, you or if we're not like what if we change the aperture? And what if we yeah. fuck with the ISO and da da da? Yeah. Well, how do you know if it's not for you if you don't give it a shot? Well, yeah, I've yeah. done I've done full series like on film, which I'd never done before, like actual film, and I've actually gone to the dark room and like printed like huge. There's a ceremonial aspect to dark rooms, isn't there? It's pretty. It's a weird. It's weird. very weird. I spent uh, ten days straight, meaning like I would go to the dark room at nine and come home at like ten p.m. And then do the same thing over for like 10 days, just printing these pictures. And yeah, no one's with you in that dark room. You're all by yourself. And you're a doing the same. Light. It's exactly not even a red light. You didn't even have a no, red because light. it was color. It wasn't uh, black and white. Okay, okay. So Did you come out all like weird and twitchy yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, this took again, like this sensory took deprivation. me to fucking dark places. At like the end of it, dark places. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at the end of it, my <laughs> and you were already dark. I'm not I'm sorry. <laughs> couldn't resist. You couldn't really resist. couldn't see me, I honestly. Resist. It was pretty, honestly, it was pretty bad. Couldn't like, resist. I, I had to I've, do it. I remember seeing other people that were a bit lighter, like you can sort of see them. I wasn't there. You were just, I, just, I just wasn't there. You melted into the shadows. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, except when I smelled. That's fucked up. I shouldn't say <laughs> No, there's something. Listen, man. We'd, we'd love to have you back to, to, to really go into like sure. some of the stuff you've done. Yeah. And it was the smile thing. Like, it was like, all right. That's why I went right into the outro here because <laughs> I, I know who I'm at the table. This is still Danny's show. Yeah, <laughs> you're still listening to Danny and friends. But Neldi, this has been really cool, man. I mean, I love how just we just did not give a fuck today not whatsoever <laughs> which is that's, good that's positive it's a hot ass day yep uh many things have happened on many fronts uh i've had a, i've had really shitty news today i didn't know if i was gonna be able to do this podcast but um uh, i somehow like walked it off on the way here so thank you for yeah you sweated it off i just the for the last yeah, little bit i didn't think about it at all and yeah. i'm still not gonna think about it yeah, and it's great could. i'm just gonna you know be in denial. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just Isn't, that life denial is? Isn't that what life means? It's just a series of denial. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Two denial. hours later. Denial. denial is great. <laughs> Two more hours. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it's really uh, it's really cool for Thank me you. to come. Thank you Please for come back me. to the show. Oh, I will. And I, will. I know you're also uh, a massive comic book dude. Yes, I am. Um, I know you know Jamie. Yep. You know Fred. I kind of, I kind of want to take all these people and talk about Suicide Squad. If oh we yeah, could. gotta go see oh, it. Yeah. I'm really, mm-hmm. it. There's a fiat. There's a. Did host. you see it? Yep. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Is the is the okay? We can't spoil this, but I is really the shitstorm justified? Yep. Oh no. Oh shit. Just yep. Because people like I, I, I okay. was, I don't understand because. There's because the there's a level of anger that's just dumb. Uh huh. But well, there always is, yeah. Of course. But I think the criticism, if you take it objectively, just object, just as a pure, just as a film, ah, it wasn't good. That's really uh, awkward because yeah. if I recall, the tagline for this movie was worst heroes ever. Yep. They uh, were. Uh, and that's, uh, <laughs> whew, they rolled the dice on that. Yeah. The, mm. But the, it's not like. 
piece, some of them did good. I mean, like it's a, it's for another podcast. It was a shit show. It re- it's just even if some stuff was great, the overall was this. Okay, shit. we're going into movies, man. <laughs> yeah, well, we did one on uh, Batman, Superman. We did one on Force Awakens. Yeah. We, we haven't gone out for a movie. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of mad. I'm mad you guys did the one on Force Awakens. And I wasn't there. Really? Because you needed the black delegation to... to the black delegation. <laughs> Honestly, this was a movie for us. Okay? okay. I, I, uh, we saw okay? that. Okay? <laughs> yeah. This shit... There's a black man in Star Wars, and it's not Samuel L. Jackson. It's this true. was great. <laughs> it was great. Right? It was he was British, but yes, it doesn't matter. Even they, even even black black people aren't safe for the British. No, uh, they, takeover. yeah, not, not at all. Yeah. but the, it was a movie. I remember looking like there's a black guy. That's a big mm. deal. I yes, get that. It was a big deal. I get that. I get that. It's a universe full of white people. If there would be like a, a half Egyptian, half Hungarian, I'd have lost my shit. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, that's why I don't. This is why I feel so brazenly secure in in overstepping racial bounds with different racial groups, because no, I'll never get any love. My my people will never. I None don't whatsoever. have people actually. You really you, won't. You have no people. You I won't. have no people. Exactly. I'm never gonna, trying to say you have people. Jason. <laughs> exactly. Nobody's ever gonna give that no, the, the halfers respect until until there's so few of us, <laughs> where people are mixed with so many fractions. But that, that see, my my wife is a, white. My kids are beige. Uh huh. And I keep saying to anybody I meet, he's the face of the future. That's beige right. people. The struggle's over. Son. Exactly. It's yeah. over. It's over. That's We're the only all, way you're gonna solve it. Exactly. Everyone's beige. As as if everyone becomes beige, then there's no issue. And we'll find new issues to Us hate. New sure. reasons to hate each you're other. You're not as beige as I am. That's right. No, dude. <laughs> uh, we could get into this. We don't have the time to no, do no, this, but no. uh, the Native American uh, situation is well, a perfect this example. Is, this is why I'm wearing this T-shirt. There isn't a single. This is exactly why I'm wearing a, this. There, there can't be a single, or maybe uh, there. Like there must be no more or very few full-blooded Indians left in the world, and Honestly, now there's people talk with two sixteenths talking down to one sixteenth. Yeah, <laughs> natives, right? So uh, mixing is gonna do stuff, but yeah. we'll still find it. We're like, yeah, oh, of course, you're only three. Hey, let's go on more tangents. <laughs> All right, uh, Twinkies, <laughs> food or snack? It's, it's, it's All definitely right. snack. So let's uh, let's call it a day, gentlemen. All right, uh, Danny. I'm sorry, we, uh, this is your show, but uh, um, I, I mean, thank you for letting us once again come on board. Yeah, thank you for being is here. Is there anything everybody? cool you're doing that you want to tell the world about, or uh, no? TBD, TBD. Okay, so it's uh, it's the the uh, what do you call it? The lab. You're in the lab right now. Yeah, yeah. It's on the DL. All right, the cool. Danny Lajwa. <laughs> Neldy, what's up? That's me. Thank you for coming down. No problem. Fire and hole. Fire and hole. The DL and the LD. <laughs> And E L D Y. You can say fire in a hole too, Richard. Fire in the hole. All right. <laughs> fire in all of your holes. Yeah.